Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 306, no, recorded on November 19, 2020. On tonight's episode, we discuss 2020 Game Awards, Animal Crossing, New Horizons updates, and so much more. Jesse, cue the music. <laughs> What is going on? My name's Justin Masson, and in that hot seat with the amazing announcing opener, my daughter Morgan, uh, who the entire day she's saying, can I be in the show today? Can I be in the show? Can I be in the show? And then tomorrow, <laughs> when this show is live, she's going to say, Alexa, play the latest episode of Nintendo Dad's podcast, and she's going to smile as she hears her opener. So thank you guys for indulging. I appreciate that. Of course, my name is Justin Masson, and I am here with two of the sexiest men on the internet, or at least the only guys who would show up to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, starting the man in the booth who makes us sound so good, of course, Jesse Waldack. Jesse, how are you today, sir? I like to think it's an and and not necessarily an or. Hmm, fair enough, fair enough. I yeah. appreciate that. That's what happens when you think like a computer programmer. You, yeah, you think yeah. In multiple layers of ifs. <sighs> if, ands, or buts. I do like it. Speaking of a guy who's never a but... Mr. Timothy Olive. Tim, how are you, sir? Hope not. <laughs> I'm doing, <laughs> as I always say, I do much better now when we get to do the show together and t- chit chat about the week of gaming news. So I'm, yeah. I'm much better when I'm here than the week lets on. So good. Excellent. How are you doing, I, Justin? I'm doing great. Yeah. Thank you so much, Tim. I'm excited. You know, I was thinking about it recently, not to not to kind of make it sound like a downer, but I, I agree with you, Tim. Like, I'm, I'm so excited to come together because I'm realizing more and more as the world is slowly burning around us in COVID, right? And lockdown, that this is really one of the only places that I get a really good social interaction. I get to hang out. And if, you know, if we were if we were all face to face, we could be at a pub having a drink, having a bit of a laugh. But this is really my my uh, my opportunity to connect socially. I'm so appreciated and to be here uh, with you guys as well. So lots going on, but doing well. Thanks. Thank you so much for asking. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is just the three of us running the ship today. Uh, Mr. Marty Estes, we have said, get out of here. He was so salty last episode that we're like, you need you need a week off, pal. You need to go take a <laughs> knee. All right. You were just so, so upset. So, but uh, in truth, though, he's just taking a little bit of a bit of a rest. He had an early morning, so we're letting him off. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's just jump right into it. And of course, we start our show off with um, a segment that I sometimes shake our head that we do. Jesse, cue the bumper. Back in my day. Uh, yes, the back in my day bit. Now, what have we done here? We have done like this is so here's Wow. So, truth be told, ladies and gentlemen, I behind the scenes here, I am looking at this document, which, Jesse, thank you for pulling this together, is four pages long. Four pages. And Are I you still, kidding me? And, I, and I, Well, this is November. This is the week everything comes out. So, there's something around that's every fair. year. That, you know, that's, and, that's 100% fair. And I, I still take out the Japan and sometimes the Australia stuff. But, if, you know, if, if it's North America or Europe, I... I include it unless it's like something really special okay that and that is fair as we as we do talk about like this is a, this is a really big list um but yeah because this week typically is the big list the big week right this is this yeah. is the the pre before black friday right nintendo does a lot of dropping so when we go through this list you'll be like oh that great game's great that game's great that game's great and we're gonna see why sorry jesse i interrupted you and then you know we we've been kind of going back and forth between sorting it by year and sorting it by date and 
I like it by year. Marty seems to like it by date. I've got it formatted by date again. So again, give us a comment. You know, re- reply to the video on YouTube. Give us a tweet. Tell us on Discord something. E- email, voicemail. I don't care. Yeah. But uh, find you know, let us know which of the two ways do you like it, or don't, or do you not like this segment at all and you think we should scrap it? Let us know. And that's and that's okay. <laughs> that's that's a hundred percent okay. I don't know how we got to this point, and I must have been gone for a week or two. And I come back. It was back Marty's and idea. And yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a chat. We're gonna have a little bit of a, a fireside chat about this, ladies and gentlemen, in post production one of these days. Let me run through <laughs> this, uh, but I think there is some pretty pretty incredible games here. Uh, this is gonna be starting on the date of November fifteenth uh, in two thousand and four. Metroid Prime Two Echoes came uh, Echoes came to the GameCube. Yeah. Two thousand and four also was Donkey Kong Country Two for the GBA. Two thousand and seven was Rain Man. Ray, sorry, Rayman Rav, Raving Rabbids 2 for the Wii. My gosh. And 2009 was New Super Mario Brothers released for the Wii as well. Uh, Tim, you looked excited about uh, Metroid Prime? Yeah, just a tad. Yeah, tad. yeah just a bit of, bit of a fan, bit of a fan. <laughs> bit of a fan. I, have, I have only ever played Metroid Prime 3. Never played any of the other ones as well. So I'm really hoping, fingers crossed, that we get that uh, Switch Collection trilogy, which I would be uh, absolutely all on for. Uh, November 16th in 2001, Wario Land 4 was released in Europe on the GBA. In 2001, the Pokemon Center was open in New York City. I did not know there was a Pokemon Center in New York City. Is that still open? Uh, I thought that's what they converted to Nintendo. Is that what they converted to Nintendo? I could be wrong. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, 2007, Super Mario Galaxy was released for in Europe for the Wii. Such a fantastic game. Absolute. 2007, man, 13 years ago. That's incredible. Uh, Animal Crossing uh, City Folk was released in North America for the Wii. And Art Style Digidrive? Digidrive? Yeah, all right. Was released in North America for the DSi. I don't know. Never, never heard of that one. I, like, <laughs> I don't know. What's going on in this, this stuff here, folks? Mecca all says right. he thinks they closed it down between 2004 and five. Okay. Thank you, Mecca. I appreciate that. Uh, moving into November 17th, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask was released in Europe and Australia for the N64. Donkey Kong Country was released on the GBA. In 2000, Luigi's Mansion was released in North America on the GameCube in 2001. Wow, that is incredible. So really, Luigi's Mansion was just nearly like just shy of twenty-one or twenty years. It's just pretty yep. crazy. Yeah. Well, of course, keep lunch. <laughs> yeah. Of course, we cannot have a list if I do not mention some NHL game. I think that's part of my Canadian quota. Uh, NHL hits, spelled with a Z, by the way. Uh, two thousand and two was released in two thousand and one on the GameCube. There is an irony in that, I'm sure. Uh, Metroid Prime was released in North America on the G- on the GameCube yes. in 2002. Metroid Prime Fusion was released yes. in North America for the GBA. Hold on a second. So the same day in the same year, Metroid, same day. Prime, Metroid Prime and, and Metroid, Metroid Fusion. Fusion came out yes. on different consoles. Yes. Yep. Yeah, 3D huh. and 2D on the same. That was same that time. was controversial. No kidding. That was the last time Metroid got that much love. I can tell you that right now. You know. <laughs> yep. yep. That's the, but we all hope for the same. Kind of general time. And we all know Fusion is the best game. I do have that one. I think I, I think I have Fusion on my Wii U. <laughs> is that right? Does that sound right? You Fusion? probably do have it on the Wii U. Yeah, because you could do, you could do the uh, the virtual console for that. Yep. Yeah, I think I might even have it on my 3DS too. Yeah, so if you are in the in the ambassador, oh, I don't know. Were you ambassador program for what for the for the 3DS? So funny story. <laughs> I didn't think I you know, had a 3DS right away. 
No, we didn't. So what I did, here's a really super funny story. So I borrowed my friend Russell's 3DS. Okay. I'm like, Russell, I'm borrowing your 3DS. He's like, yeah, not a problem at all. Cool, cool, cool. So he's got some games on it, right? And I thought, oh, well, sure. Look, I'll just sign out of his account and I'll sign in on create my own account and I can just use my own stuff. You can't do that. No, you can't do that. So somehow during all this event, I basically stole all of Russell's uh, ambassador 3DS stuff that he ended up getting. <laughs> so I said to him in the end, I'm like, so here's the deal, Russell. Um, I have messed up greatly. I'm giving you your 3DS, your DS back. However, yeah, you're not going to have the games on it. Can I buy you like a $110 or $150 eShop credit card so you can go like <laughs> buy some new games? He's like, yeah, that's cool. Whatever. I was like, awesome. So I have some of the ambassador games on my 3DS because of my account. <laughs> it is such a messed up thing. It was the first time that I ever got scared off. So I started to really understand Nintendo's really deep, thick, sticky account system that scares the bejeebus out of me um, yes. to a point that I'm gun shy about doing anything on account systems anymore because I'm afraid I'm going to lose everything. Antonio called you a criminal. It is a criminal move, <laughs> right? I don't I don't blame Antonio. He's 100% correct. Uh, moving on here, 2003 Mario Kart Double Dash, which some people argue is the very best Mario Kart ever, which I will still say to you, never played. Came out on the GameCube. I really uh, like that. That one. 2005 Mario Kart DS was arrived on the DS in Australia. Uh, Yoshi's Island DS arrived in Australia as well in 2006. Resident Evil The Dark Side Chronicles was released in the Wii, uh, Wii in 2009. I don't remember The Dark Side Chronicles. Was that that was Wii the exclusive? shooter. I think that was oh. the shooter, wasn't it? No idea. Okay, uh, awesome. Okay. Maybe you can check that while we're looking. Yes. Uh, 2009 began probably the most epic uh, franchise that has ever graced any Nintendo console. And of course, I'm speaking, ladies and gentlemen, to Just Dance arriving on the Wii and continues to be there. As a matter of fact, this week, I believe the new Just Dance game was released as yes. well. But not on the Wii. Uh, but no, not on the Wii. This is the first year. Was the last year. Was the last year. Was the last year. Ladies and gentlemen, it had Just an 11 Dance year had run. a 10 year. 11 no, year run. Last year. Well, okay. 2009 yeah, 11 through year, 19. Yeah. Right. 11-year run for Just Dance on the Wii. couple things. That goes to show how big the Wii was. Second, how many people buy Just Dance? Probably like, the only game they buy. That's the only game they buy. But you know what? We got, I mean, we got Just Dance a couple of years ago. Ubisoft sent us a copy of that. And uh, my kids loved it until they kind of moved to a subscription model. And that's just a bunch of BS. So, uh, Justin. Yeah. Dark Side Chronicles was the on-rails shooter video game for okay. the Wii. Excellent. Hmm. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that, uh, Tim. Our uh, Tim Tim at the Google at the console. Uh, and also speaking of Just Dance, for those of you that have been around Nintendo Dance long enough and our Extra Life streams, some of you will remember that my I think it was my two thousand and two thousand eighteen Extra Life goal for the team. If we met our goal, was I did uh, all the single ladies by Beyonce. Um, with my daughters and streamed it live. There is yep. a video on our YouTube channel of me dancing to all the single ladies, and maybe we'll put that out there as well. Uh, we're going to move on to November 18th, uh, 1993. The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening was released for the Game Boy. Such a great game. I love that game for the Switch. Um, it's really <laughs> good, probably for the Game Boy as well. 1998, the Game Boy Color was launched in North America. 2001, the GameCube was launched in North America. So again, we're seeing that this is a common week, obviously, for console launches. So, so Luigi's Mansion was released before the GameCube? <laughs> uh, 
looks like a day before. Yeah, well, that's possible. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Um, Wario Land 4 was released for the GBA in 2001. 2005, Pokemon XD Gala of Darkness? Gale. Gale of Darkness? I do not remember this. Of course, I wouldn't know much. It was yeah, on the I, game. I've tried playing that multiple times, and it is so slow-paced, I, had, I couldn't continue. 2008, Castlevania Judgment was on the, the Wii. Uh, 2008, also Sonic Unleashed was on the Wii. 2011, Skyward Sword Legend of Zelda, the 16th game in the series, was released in Europe on the Wii. What do you guys think of Skyward Sword? This was a very divisive one. Uh, I did not – here's the thing. I did not play it, but I did pick it up when it came to the Wii U because it came through as like a digital download. Yeah, like um, a, it's like Wii Virtual Console, but they didn't Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. I picked it up then. This yeah. is a very divisive one. Uh, I I like the game. I I called it a good 50-hour game that could have been a great 30-hour game if it didn't have all the bloat. Fair enough. Fair enough. I also say that about myself. I could be a good person <laughs> if I didn't have 50, 50 hours of bloat. Um, I did not play it. I just I bought it for yep. my oldest at the time and cuz I told him I said I'll buy the game if I can keep the controller. I think it was that one that it came with. Yeah, the it came with the Wii controller. controller. Yeah. I got to keep that. It's sitting on my shelf, in fact. And uh, he got the game. Or, yeah. So I did not play it, though. Okay. All right. Well, fair enough. <laughs> Maybe that's what we'll have to do for Retro Rewind or something, is that we're, uh, we'll just have to play this the Skyward Sword and get yes. a little bit of a debrief. I've been, up to, I've been thinking about playing that game again, but you know, and that's a game I don't know if it'll work well on the Switch. Yeah. 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 Lots point. of like, waggles. Seeing the how... Like Pikmin 3's motion control is spotty. Mm-hmm. You know, I still suffered through it because I still yeah. think that's a better way to go than the c- controller controls. Just yeah. because that's how I played three games of Pikmin in the past. Right. But it was rough. Yeah, fair enough. Speaking of rough, 1986 Balloon Fight released on November 19th as part of the Game & Watch series. 1999, Super Smash Brothers was released on the N64 in Europe. 2003, Double Dash came to the GameCube in uh, Australia. And in 2006, the Wii was launched in North America. This was also the same day as Call of Duty 3 was released in North America on the Wii. Uh, this also was the same day that the following games launch were released titles. on the Wii. Launch, launch titles. titles. <laughs> Rayman Raving Rabbids, Red Steel, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, Wii Sports uh, were also launched on that time as well. Uh, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess did play that as well. I thought that was great. A lot of people raved Red Steel because they were like, Red Steel was a great example of the waggle the function yeah. of the sword. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, interesting, you know, Call of Duty. I think this is a very interesting one. You know, we're seeing it announced here in on the Wii. Tim, can I get a check? Call of Duty was also on the Wii U at in some game format. I can't remember what. I want to think uh, it was Black Ops. Black Ops Two was because that's and it, Black Ops. That's a funny game because it tells you how many people are online when you play. And back yeah. in the, when it was when it was new, there'd be like three hundred thousand people on, on the PS3, mm-hmm. maybe fifty thousand people on the Wii. You booted up today, you know, like 55 people. It still shows the fifth count, yep. but wow. it's still got a player base. It was Black Ops 2 and also Ghosts. Yeah. So it's very interesting that Call of Duty has found its footing or found a place in the on the Nintendo consoles, but the Switch seems to be the one right now where they're staying away from it, which is ironic because it's probably the one they should be on right now um, from a install base. Tim, you got something to say about that? 
I was going to say, going along the same lines, it's before where we've talked about a game not coming because of lack of power. There's now online cloud streaming that potentially could be done. So who no, I don't know what Activision is doing with that. It's still Activision that owns that, right? So yeah, yeah um, that hasn't changed. Uh, who who knows what they could potentially do in that area if if cloud based games does well here in the uh, with what they did with control and all that kind of stuff, the other companies, if people are making money on it, then Activision could jump in and say, here's call of duty, but it also depends on how well it controls too. I'm sure in the cloud. So yeah, absolutely. be very interesting to see. So uh, continuing this in 2007 on November 19th, Lynx crossbow training was released. I didn't realize that was only a a one year anniversary game. One year later. I thought that was later. I thought that was later than that. That is a classic, classic. Uh, Fling Smash in 2010 for the Wii, and moving on to November 20th, Ghost Squad for the Wii, Trauma Center New Blood for North American Wii, and in 2009, 2009, New Super Mario Brothers Wii was released in the Wii for Europe. And then rounding out the final couple of dates here, ladies and gentlemen, because we're almost done, you're like, this is the longest segment ever. Why do we do this? Uh, November 1st, or sorry, November 21st, 1997, uh, Donkey Kong Racing was released on the N64 in Europe and Japan in 2003. Mario. It was Diddy Kong Racing, and I was hoping that Marty would be here to read that. Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, Did I say Donkey Kong Racing? I probably should have said that. I probably did. Yeah, it sounds about me. Uh, 2003, Mario and Luigi's Superstar Saga was released in Europe for the GBA. 2004, the Nintendo DS was launched in North America. Uh, 2014, holy cow, the first wave of Super Smash Brothers Amiibo was released in North America. Crazy fact, ladies and gentlemen, this was about three, about four weeks after Nintendo Dads had officially launched. Yeah, we were uh, like episode was, four, five or six. Episode five or six was when that had come because I had actually been down at the Nintendo store in early October. And they had for with Jody and I were down there for a ten year wedding anniversary, and we went to the Nintendo store, and they had all the amiibos, but they were all in glass cases because they were not for sale yet. They had not opened them up, but you could actually see them and take a look at them. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is so amazing!" Taking photos, of my, and Jody's like, "What are you doing with your life?" <laughs> she was actually probably asking herself that question: "What am I doing with my life?" Uh, but God bless. But her if you did that today, she'd be like, "Okay, he's just being him again." Yeah, you again. Uh, 2015, uh, Nintendo, or sorry, Mario Tennis Ultra Smash was released for North America for the Wii U. And in 2017, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp was released on mobile devices in most of the world, uh, which is interesting because uh, obviously there is a three year anniversary that kind of just occurred for that. Yeah, as I just well. got an update, and I think you can get like a, in New Horizons, you can get a phone case that has the Pocket Camp yep. logo on it. Yes, if you have tied everything, but you're but you're 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 burying the lead, Jesse, because we're going to get to that soon, right after the news. And of course, Tim, who's the news brought to us by our Patreons and my and my turbine engine, and, that's and, like, yeah. and your and your heater is on. Yes. <laughs> yes, apparently. You know, because I'm taking off in my private jet right now. Because but. of our patrons. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, maybe he just turned his PS4 on. There you go. Ooh. <laughs> and, of course, if you are interested in being a patron, head over to patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads. And I want to give a big thanks and a big shout out to Adam Johnson and Mr. Eric Plunk. 
because they are some of our new patrons that came in recently. We are so thankful to have them here, but we are thankful for all of our over 115 patrons that support us every single month on patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads. If you're interested in doing that, head over there. And as for as little as a dollar a month, you get access to our amazing Discord, uh, our amazing community, and we are so thankful, thankful for that as well. We greatly, greatly appreciate all of the support. Oh, man. Man, man, man. Uh, let's just jump right into the news. And I think, you know, yeah, I, I see that motion. Thank you, Jesse. Just a little jump motion. For those of you that are not watching us live on Twitch or on YouTube, you miss out on a lot of good stuff. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, the live show is really where it is at. Uh, Tim, you still playing Animal Crossing? Of course I am. Of course you are. Of course I you am. in your jet engine studio. In my jet engine. Sorry, I sit right next to the wing with the jet, so, you know. Yeah, no, that's, I'm expecting, like, a, a stewardess to show over in a couple of moments and bring you a little yep. vodka Coke. And yep. so, oh, thank, thank you for my drink. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's well It's like you had that joke planned. That was, wow, wow. <laughs> you cannot get better entertainment than that, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. Uh, the reason I ask is, of course, this week, uh, Nintendo revealed what the Animal Crossing New Horizons winter update uh, went over. And so we'll give a little bit of an update to that. Uh, this update is uh, uh, now live uh, as well, folks. It did actually come live yesterday evening around 6 o'clock Mountain Standard Time, the only time zone that actually matters. Um, and uh, and so have you updated, Tim? Yes, I did update. I just haven't had a chance to play around with it. So my, okay. my wife and my son were playing around with it earlier before they went upstairs to bed and um and of course our discord community is all talking about all the things they're doing and with all the updates and especially the the ability to sit down (laughs) blows my mind it's blowing up 2020 gaming (laughs) at its best the ability to sit down we're like man yeah, I heard Cyberpunk's pretty going to be awesome. But have you talked about sitting down in Animal Crossing? Yeah, because that's oh, really oh, where, the, yeah. where it's about. <laughs> Forget right. Cyberpunk. Let's talk about being able to sit down in Animal Crossing. No, yeah, seriously. I mean, that everybody's having fun with that, you know. Yeah. And I was going to say a joke, but we haven't gotten to that part of the news segment, so I'll I won't say it. Yet. <laughs> you can save it for uh, You're keeping me in suspense, right? I have the entire seat. I've paid for all of it, but I'm only using the edge of it. <laughs> I'm only using the edge of it whenever Jesse talks. Hate it when that happens. I know, right? I'm excited, though. Uh, so let's break down. Tim, do you want to maybe break down what some of these updates were? Sure. Uh, so we um, have our Turkey Day event, uh, which uh, Franklin and Turkey Dressed in Chef's Carb will arrive on your island November 26th. Then we got that uh, Toy Day coming up, which is going to be the jingle. A black-nosed reindeer will arrive on your island December 24th. And then we have two new items available to purchase with Nook Miles, which is the Hip Reaction Collection for 2,700 miles, and then uh, top six stylish hairstyles for 1,800 miles. And then... Because uh, this is where my joke comes in. I said, you can now sit down on the ground while you're bald. Yes. <laughs> yes, you can do that. So as Jesse was referring to, some of the hip reactions that you can get from the collection is the ability to sit down, which a lot of people are definitely thrilled about. It's, it's cute. You know, it's fun. You get to sit down next to the people you've been seeing sit down a lot in the game. You know, a lot of residents, yep. you wave goodbye. You can take a selfie. There's this sniff, sniff smell what's in front of you. Uh, you can work out so you can work out like some of those people you see doing in the, in the courtyard, you can do yoga. Uh, there's a, here you go reaction. Uh, excited and ta-da, 
So there's a, there's a lot of cool reactions there that uh, is really cool for, especially with people who, you know, play in, as you can see, when we play a lot, especially for a lot of us who play it all, all a lot, <laughs> uh, getting these new updates helps reinvigorate, you know, what you're doing in the game. So especially, and then with the top six stylish hairstyles, you can, which includes the bald, bald hairstyle. A lot of people are having fun with that, doing a little tattoo, especially if you're a uh, last airbender fan. I saw something post posted <laughs> about that. So, um, and then also with that, it's not necessarily tied with the nook miles. I don't think it's, you get, you can increase your house storage it can be in, upgraded from 16,000 items to 24 item, 2,400 items. Which has and, been coming and, in handy for people like my wife who like to collect yeah, a lot of stuff. P.S. That costs a lot. That yes. costs half a million bells. Yep. Yeah, Tom so, Nook, you are but, a dirty piece of. But that, of course, they put introduce this after Halloween when yep. you wouldn't want to put this stuff away. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now, the funny thing is, is, my wife was like, oh, this is so expensive. And I said, why? How much money do you have in your bank? She's got 26 million bells in her bank account. Wow. 26 million. And I'm like, so jump change. Wow. Yeah. It's like, you're worried about that. I was like, I wasn't even worried about what it. What kind of lifestyle just... are you living, Tim, Timothy off? Like, tell me more <laughs> about what, what kind of, how are you rolling in your world right, right now? That's, I'm, that's... She's my sugar mama now. So in, in animal crossing, <laughs> she's been hooking mama. me up with stuff. <laughs> that's too funny. That is too so, uh, Yes. Uh, so those were the kind of updates that we, we were seeing there along with starting today, November 19th, 2020. Uh, we also have the save data transfer. Let's take a breath here and a little bit of applause, right? Like, way to go, Nintendo. Nine months after game is released, finally figuring that one out. Thank you so much. Like, that's just brilliant. Uh, but, I mean, there is a little bit of sarcasm there, but this is actually absolutely massive for the Animal Crossing community and absolutely massive um, change for the game. And it is quite a critical change as well. Uh, so do you want to talk a little bit about what those methodologies look like, Tim? Sure. Uh, and first, I, I I can't wait to see or read like the book that comes out 10, 20 years from now about Animal Crossing and all that. Hopefully there'll be something in there about why they didn't they weren't able to come out with these features right off the yep. bat and the decisions that went in it to kind of take the time to do this. So um, but. Uh, the two methods are the full island transfer. We got the transfer. It transfers the entire island, including all progress, customizations, neighbors, and island rep to another switch. And then there's the single player transfer, which has more underneath that, which is it's used to transfer a single resident to a new Nintendo Switch system. The resident, resident's home, and most items held by the resident and in storage will be transferred to an island on the new Switch. The island representative cannot be transferred. So if you're the representative, the island representative, you can't transfer. If an island doesn't yet exist on the new switch, an island will be created. If it doesn't, uh, or it doesn't state that this player will be the new island's rep or not. And we're guessing it depends on who logs in first as it does today. Um, and if an island already exists, then the player will become a new resident on the existing island. And all island progress and neighbors will remain on the original island. Either transfer requires access to both Nintendo Switch systems at the same time. One can't prepare a transfer trade in the system, then complete the transfer with the new system. 
So, and I, I don't know if anybody caught this or not, if it also requires Nintendo Online to do this. I don't I think it does. Catch it. Yeah, I don't, okay. I don't think yeah. it does. Because the, the, the lets you transfer game saves from system to system of without normal the, games without okay. NSO. That's just a yeah, local right. data transfer without needing their servers. But, okay. you know, we could also be wrong because, you know, yeah. um, actually, it, it, it could have been a, it could have been a small print that we missed, but yeah. I would expect that NSO is not required for this. Okay. There was some, you know, obviously that the other things that they've implemented did require NSO. So that's why I just wasn't sure if that changed to this point. The other really interesting, interesting thing about this, I was expecting just like, as I logged in, there'd be like, Hey, and by the way, here's the information about um, transferring, right? I kind of just expected like a little bit of an information session about it. Yeah. You press the Y button, the plus button, yada, yada. The reality is, I don't know if you guys caught this. If you want to transfer, you actually have to go to the eShop. And it is a down. It's a download of an of an additional packet. Oh, so it's a di- I, I didn't look into it, but so it's a separate app that does the transfer. In the yeah. Feed? So if you if you head over to the eShop right now and just it'll say recently released, there'll be a, a little box of Animal Crossing, and that is the download packet. And if you download it, it is it, it sits on your home screen as another. It's not like a, I thought. Okay, well maybe maybe I should have to download it as an as another update into the game. No, no, no. It's another standalone app. <laughs> That sits on your actual like t- tile board, I guess. Whatever you makes want to call sense it. to me. That's like, probably how they got around the issues that they were running into. R- yeah. Right. You know, it reminds me a bit of uh, we talked about the Skyward Sword earlier. There yeah. was a game breaking bug that if you did two things in the wrong order, you can soft lock yourself. Mm. And obviously, the game can't be patched, so they can't fix it. What they did, they had a- an extra app that you can download for free that would reset some variables back so you can then continue with your, your game without having to reset everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Again, I, I can't I, wait to read about that in the future on <laughs> the <laughs> decisions that were made to do yeah. this kind of stuff. I think, I think so first and foremost, um, you know, yep. from a business perspective, this is absolutely the time that you want to be putting out a patch that does this. Yeah, it's called because... Animal Crossing Island Transfer Tool. Exactly right. I'm presuming because, that the same app is used to both send and receive them. Yeah, I I was I was having a conversation with with Morgan, um, who you know you might remember from 30 minutes ago when she introduced the show. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she was saying you know they were, we were talking about Christmas, and she was like, yeah, yeah I kind of would like a switch light. And she said, yeah, well, this interests me, and, and then she says she goes, but Dad, can I can I transfer my island and my my folks in Animal Crossing? Now this is a week ago, and I said, no, you can't. She was like, oh, well, I don't know if that really works for me then, right? But now I can literally say, yeah, if you want, you know, you get a switch, you know, if you get a switch light or, or the game for Christmas or, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You can literally just pick you and you can go over and that's it. And I think this is, you know, I love the fact that it's either the whole island or just the individuals. Like, like yes. the carve out for that is such great functionality because so many, you know, they're, they're, I'm sure there's families that are like, I want my own island. I want my own. All oh, of this. we, we saw it. We saw yeah, it, we, right? Yeah, we've been playing on the family's communal island, and now you're like Johnny and, and Bobby and Jill and Jody. They all got their own. They got their own Nintendo Switches for Christmas, and they're and I can sure it's just like, yep, I'm transferring my stuff over here, transferring it over there, and now we can play together. Yes, I think again, this this that move alone. Now, if you're not in the know, you don't know, but I think that move alone will help to move a lot of of people who are thinking, yeah, I, I might get another switch switch for these very various reasons. More, more sales. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, both hardware and software. Yep. Yeah. 
absolutely, absolutely uh, a brilliant move there as well. Um, anything else that from, from there, Tim, that you're thinking for, um, for the update? Uh, to end it off, they did say that the next free update is scheduled for late January, 2021. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, which makes sense. So, so here's, there's some interesting wording there. The next free update. Yes. Right? You can, if you can, if you use the word free update, you imply that eventually something is not free. Correct. Right? So, so we will, we will see in 2021 what Nintendo's long-term strategy is from a monetization model, whether it's a season pass, which I, which I'm suspecting to be seasons pass, by the way, um, or a bundled out, you know, here are five different bundles or the seasons pass for $40 is yes. probably how this is going to go. Yes. For, so if you want folks, you can, you can even bet. Uh, or put down that Justin's gonna. There's gonna be a season pass in 2021. The Animal Crossing, you mark the show, whatever it is. Okay, go on uh, Discord and marking know, it thank, down. Thank you, Tim. Uh, I do want to. <laughs> I do want to mention. Uh, thank you, Rob, in our Discord chat. Or sorry, apologize, our Twitch chat for saying that. As an FYI, that expanded storage that uh, Tim was talking about actually does take a full day to go into effect. Just uh, it's, much- it's just a regular house update, except for yes. it's, you don't see any visible space. It's just storage. Her- Correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple other things I do want to mention that were, were not necessarily mentioned here, but was found out later as well. On New Year's, there is actually a New Year's event and countdown as well that will be occurring on the island. I believe there's fireworks or some kind of countdown. So, you know, much like Halloween, you, you went to your to your island to maybe see and celebrate. Apparently in Animal Crossing, you go to your island on New Year's as well. They'll be celebrating the new uh, the new year and new change as well. Um I think Animal Crossing does an absolutely fantastic job of this. Uh, my kids were excited to watch a trailer. I get asked almost every single month, uh, Dad, aren't we supposed to get a new update for Animal Crossing? Is it supposed to be a little thing? Like they, they're constantly asking those questions. Um, and that's the kind of like. And those are the right questions to ask. That's exactly it for that age group. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. And it was something that when the trailer dropped yesterday, we sat around and watched it together. And, you know, my, Morgan was like, oh, can I, can I see that part again? Oh, do you remember that thing? So uh, it's very engaged content. All right. Uh, all right. Um, just checking out here. Anything else in the chat that we need to be aware of here, Jesse? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Right. Abel just says, and you have to have the 500K in your pockets. They will yeah. not let you pull it out of the bank. Yeah. Yeah. The, I was sitting there with Tom Nook, and I only had like 35. He's like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, my wife mentioned that, too. That's when I found house? out about the 26 million. I kind of and I kind of felt like saying if I could, I'm like, yo, I'm good for it. Like the right. ATM is right there, the ABD is right there. I'm good for this. Why are you Why are you busting have on ever, chops? Have Bobby? you ever seen those videos of this guy who puts out fake directs of what of quality of yeah. life that would yeah. be a great additions to the game? I yeah. think that was one of them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I would I would love for I'd love for your character to be like, hey, Tom, my credit score. You want to check my number? Check my credit score. We're good here. We're good. What are you? That's not my credit card. That's not my loan. I didn't buy that. What are you talking about? That's just like a whole parallel of life going down sideways. Welcome to 2020. I am still still shocked that there is still some simple like improvements they have not made. Like, why can we not be in the Able Sisters and multi-order? That's another item from those videos. I like that shirt. I like that shirt. (laughs) I don't need to be going in and out. This is a UI thing that needs to be fixed here. All right? Yes. Maybe maybe that's the part of the season because I would buy that season for quality of life stuff. <laughs> season pass just for this, just for the quality. I, I uh, wouldn't care about all the other seasonal stuff. Just if it's quality of life stuff, I'd be like, yes. Yeah. Maybe okay. they'll give you folders in the uh, Switch main menu. 
<laughs> that's that's something else. That's another man, topic. Man, talking so much about <laughs> anim- talking so much about Animal Crossing. It's like we should have our own podcast dedicated to it. Yeah. Maybe, Speaking of which, yeah. episode twenty dropped about three hours ago. Perfect. And of course, if you want more <laughs> Animal Crossing news of people who actually really know what they're talking about and not just these yahoos, uh, check it out on Dad's Crossing, a part of the Nintendo Dad's Network. Uh, we've got a podcast there. It's on YouTube. It's in your podcast catcher. All those great things. So actually listen to those people. They know what's going on. Uh, let's move on to our next uh, news item. This is kind of an exciting thing. I like the Game Awards, right? I mean, yeah. Be- before we start, the, the, yeah, the way I normally do these is I'll take Jesse notes girl. on everything and then I'll cut the piece, uh, I'll copy the pieces that have to deal with Nintendo and put it into the show notes. And normally it's four or five things, but yeah. nope. Yeah, <laughs> this year is significant. Yeah, it's a great point. Jesse's commentary is Nintendo had representation of 18 of the 30 categories had Nintendo in it. Now, I don't want to uh, run down the nominations for every single one of them, but I do kind of want to maybe focus on on some of, some of the big ones here um, that we go through it. Um, and actually, maybe I'll ask you, Jesse, what were the ones that maybe stood out for you the most? Um, yeah, I have, to, I have to look real quick. I think, well, Hades just in general. Just- yeah. Just due to the number of nominations it got. Yeah, it was a massive amount, wasn't it? Like one of the highest? It, it was probably top three. Yeah. I, I saw yeah, that I one surprised a... me too, just to see. I mean, not surprised it deserves it, especially for all the talk I saw for that game, but just just the number, I guess, of nominations for that, I guess, is definitely one of those good games. Oh, and Mecca reminded me of uh, for best mobile game, Pokemon Cafe Mix got nominated. Oh, for flip sakes. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's the sad state of mobile right now. That is the sad yeah. state of mobile. Best debut game, three out of five are on Switch. Do you want to run, want to run us through what those are, sir? Uh, Carrion, uh, Raji, and Ancient Epic, and Roki. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. My vote's for Raji. Uh, my <laughs> vote's for Roki. Okay. I haven't played any of them, so I, I can't say. Carry On was good too. Yeah, last year's best family game was just all Nintendo. This time, Nintendo has four out of six: Animal Crossing, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, Minecraft Dungeons, and Paper Mario: The Origami King. Yeah, I mean, going up against Crash Four and Fall Guys. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Animal Crossing is gonna take that one. (laughs) Like (laughs) Animal Crossing is probably gonna sweep a lot of these statements. I think if, if they're in the category. Yeah, and then uh, Animal Crossing got a nom for, and Hades for Game of the Year. Yeah, and that and that's that's interesting because they are in some big contenders there. Uh, Animal Crossing: New Horizons, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, and The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, I don't think Doom Eternal is going to take it. I don't think <laughs> Final Fantasy VII is going to take it. I think I, the la- it, Last of Us two, Ghost or Last of Us, or the Last of Us or Ghost, I think are going to take that. I'd like to yeah. say Animal Crossing. It's tough to say. Like, you know, is it? Is I mean, I, I've seen multiple times. I'd love to see Animal Crossing win just to see the t- the Twitter throwback from that. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, I mean, like Animal Crossing just has such a longer tail. Do you know yeah. what I mean, I think, I think, and that's one of the things that I, I find. You know, again, Nintendo's doing that really well, um, but I think. It, Animal Crossing landed at the right time, sat in the right pocket, which was literally a week before a pandemic started, or the week a pandemic started, and sat culturally in that zeitgeist for such a long time 
Whereas something like a ghost of Tsushima, and yes, I understand there was an update that occurred last month, right? Last of Us Part Two. They own that. They own that pocket, and they own that conversation for two, three, maybe four weeks, and then they move on to the next. Then it's on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. I don't see the light. Yeah, and it goes the same way, right? And I do agree that there, you know, there's there's hype cycles of games, right? There's a peak and valley, of course there is. But what I pretty consistently see from Animal Crossing was, yes, there was a huge hit, right? And it dropped, but then it just kind of kept going, right? And, and yes, it may not be as big of a conversation as it was back then, but it's a constant conversation as opposed to a, a moment in time's conversation. And I wonder if those type of things kind of key into these effects at all or key into that voting process as well. Go ahead. I was going to say it probably has the same effect of when the Oscars come up, right? Where you get movies during that window of time that makes sense because they're trying to get an Oscar nomination uh, for best movie, best director, best actor and actress and all that kind of stuff. So um there's just certain games that kind of appeal to that. And, but then there's still movies that surprise you that make that category. And sometimes they win and sometimes they don't. But, uh, like Animal Crossing could be there because of it's not just, uh, a surprise. It's a what it did to the, for the industry yeah. type of thing. You know, how big of a deal it was during this time. Yeah. And I think that will be an impact probably on people's votes for that. Yeah. And then I think, you know, you could even add into that equation, like the sales numbers. Yes. Right. For, for it to be, it being out, in, you know, in six months, it runs up 26 right. million copies. Right. Right. Like, yeah, like it's not it, just like, about the story. It's not yeah. just about that type I, of stuff. It's, and I get that people are disappointed in Nintendo for 2020 and be like, you should have had this and where's this and blah, blah, blah. Right. But I do want to just take a business perspective here and be like, Nintendo literally could have put out Animal Crossing and been like, we good. Yeah, they yep. could have stopped See and ya. they would have been fine. And they would have <laughs> still won the year and they would have made bank and none of it. Like, it just would have been like, yep, that's about it. And who knows? It may, again, when, if that book comes out that talks about Animal Crossing. I think you should start writing that book. Too. It's going to be about, uh, I'm hoping there'll be details about that, that it helped them relax for the year. Maybe not just say, you know, hey, we're done, but help them relax and be able to map out and plan things and not panic, you know, if you will. So, yeah, no, that's good. Uh, I do want to come back to answering your question, Jesse, here, uh, just as a just as a really interesting perspective. I have gone over to the, the Game Awards Twitter pages where I had seen that information. So here is kind of the ranking of the uh, games and the nominations. So Last of Us 2 Part 2 received 10 nominations. Hades received eight. Then Ghost of, Shush- uh, Ghost of Tsushima at seven. Final Fantasy VII at six noms. Half-Life at four. Doom Eternal at four. And Fall Guys at four. So Hades was the second mo- the, the game with the second highest levels of nominations in these categories. Nice. That is absolutely tremendous. And currently, as it stands right now, other than being able to play it on PC, Hades is only available on Nintendo Switch. Yep. Boom. You know? Mic <laughs> drop. What you got? Yeah. So, okay. Mega Dragon says that, you know, Among Us got a few noms and that wasn't released this year. Mm. And I can explain that. So, uh, for the last nine, eight or nine weeks, you know, every Sunday, Jeff Keeley has had a Zoom call set up that I've 
been a part of for all but the first two. Uh, and, and where he's basically telling us what, it, what his plans are for game awards. P- other people on the Zoom call ask questions about it. And, and it's, you know, very good conversation that goes back and forth. So this was actually brought up. They, and his, his, his philosophy, I guess is the word, is a game doesn't have to be locked to being released in 2020. It, you know, if it had a significant update or, or became relevant in some way where it wasn't in the past, it would still qualify. So Among Us definitely qualifies for that because, you know, no one ever heard of it two years ago, but now everyone right. knows about it. And then, which then people ask, well, what about Xenoblade? That didn't get any noms. That should have gotten, uh, art and RPG. Uh, nomination, yeah. Yeah. but that was just a, pretty much a direct port. It didn't add it much of anything. Maybe a little. I don't even know. That's uh, yeah, a game I've never played. Yeah. But just in terms of the difference between the Wii version and the Switch version is not very significant. Mm-hmm. So it was at least it wasn't significant enough to get the the jury's uh, nomination vote. And yeah. kudos to them for getting on there too, because it is. It's amazing how that game just kind of blew up, and you know it's, it is a fun game. Actually, getting to and play that a little bit. He says Mario Thirty Five should have gotten a nom too, but <laughs> I don't. I don't really know if it should have. I, I, I don't. I don't. To be honest, I don't know if it where it would have fallen in this category to deserve that nomination. I don't think it was. It was well, Tetris Ninety Nine didn't get. Didn't that get a nom at some point? I think it did. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for a yeah, I think it would have. It would have qualified for multiplayer definitely. Uh, yeah, so just a ton of uh, ton of really interesting stuff going on. Um, now, Jesse, do you want to tell us a little bit about about when the when the awards are and what we're going to be doing as a Nintendo Dad's crew? Okay, so it, the show is December tenth, which is a Thursday, and I asked if we can move our show that week to f- Friday or when you know or something else. I don't think we've ironed out exactly when we're going to place it, but I would like. Because, you know, I don't want to have happened what happened two years ago when we're, I stopped watching so we can show prep and then they announced Joker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's something I would have wanted to see. So I would, I would like to have set up like a live, live watching, viewing reaction show. Yep. Yeah, so I think that's going to be our intention is for December 10th uh, and late, yeah, live stream party. Absolutely, Antonio. Um, so maybe it's the idea of ladies and gentlemen, get your best, get your best suits on. We're going to the awards, All right? Get, <laughs> get, get suited and booted, ladies and gentlemen. Get this is the best I do. Yes, <laughs> you do. And we'll live stream. Just put react. a tie on around yeah. that. No, you'd be all set. We'll, uh, we'll live stream react to the awards, uh, and what's going on as well. Absolutely. Yeah, we're going baby. Yeah, we are Antonio. I'm, so I'm going gonna... to wear my suit for real. Yeah, that's exactly. I'm going to dust out the, <laughs> the, the, the vest and everything. Uh, so that's going to be our intent for our December 10th show. Uh, we do expect Nintendo to make probably some announcements there as well. They have made some, uh, some shows of it there before. It's always great to see the, uh, not only awards, uh, the winners, the trailers and first looks, or as Jeff Keighley would call it, world premiere. Right. Yeah. Is, so uh, the show really will still be a hundred percent live, nothing pre-recorded. So no one knows winners in advance. And that he, they, he plans on having the, or, uh, like the London Philharmonic or Philharmonic Orchestra mm-hmm. do songs. So look forward to Animal Crossing music from that. That'd be yes. awesome. 
Nice. And uh, I think they're doing live locations in three three cities around the world. Hmm. Um, nice. Looking Very forward cool. to seeing what he does that with that for yeah. not being able to have a theater full of 3,000 people like he's used to. Yeah, exactly. So excited, excited to see how that rolls out. Those are the nominations. Of course, you can head over to at the Game Awards on Twitter and get more information on those nominations. And uh, and we'll be excited to have it as well. We will, of course, have our Game of the Year 2020 uh, version of our award ceremonies. By the way, we don't send out anything and none of the publishers, developers seem to care at all. But that's okay. <laughs> we really do it for our own sake. Every once in a while, we'll take someone and say, congratulations, you're our game of the year and we'll get a, a happy face or a heart back and that's we'll be doing it the same way we did last year that's fine it's exactly it seemed right. like it was fun before we move on they announced a 31st category of the most anticipated game and gave out six nominations though i don't know if there's any way to vote for it so i don't know if this is something that we can vote for or if it's something that's just their their judging committee can but uh those nominees are Elden Ring, Halo Infinite, Horizon Forbidden West, God of War sequel, Resident Evil Village, and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So not not a huge shock there as well. Uh, also, I do want to clarify, um, there is a category, best uh, streamer, right? Is that right? The best? There's something like that? Uh, yeah, best? There, well, there's like three or four there's like different esports type of categories. Yeah. Yeah, but like best best streaming personality, like uh, uh, Tim the Tatman was nominated this year. Alana yeah. Pierce, I think Doctor not Doctor Lupo, uh, Nick Merckx, these kind of guys. I just want to let make sure that this group knows uh, that I can neither confirm nor deny that we were the seventh nomination. <laughs> just think about that. They had the we were we were shortlisted seventh nomination and uh, and 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 fell off, but that's okay. We'll we'll give it we'll give it to those other individuals. We appreciate that. Yes. Uh, just a reference, Mega Dads were number 67, and Sean Capri was number 103. Jog on, Sean. Jog on. <laughs> All right. Let's keep moving on to our next piece of information, ladies and gentlemen. Um, just for some quick updates here. Super Mario 3D All-Stars has been updated to version 1.1.0. This includes GameCube controller support specifically for Mario Sunshine, and a correction to a filter used when using the Flood Jet Underwater. And each game has separate configurations for camera of uh, invert options overall some bug fixes throughout the time as well uh folks you guys jump into this patch i haven't even jumped into the game yet <laughs> uh, fair enough yeah. how about you? I, I haven't touched it since that first week okay. and i did see a game explain video showing the the new uh gamecube controller functionality and i, I wasn't sure sure if it was going to still be switch like or like no it's it it uses the full analog range with the click of the shoulder buttons so that's 100 percent emulated now okay uh i jumped into mario sunshine and just used a pro controller with the new inversions and i still got super frustrated by the camera uh specifically around more using flood is what really, really frustrated me, and I could not seem to get it right. I have to figure out what the right control combination is for my inverted camera and my regular camera and using Flood. Um, Because right now, I think I would like Sunshine if I could just get the controls to work the proper way, because it's driving me bonkers. (laughs) I have not checked out my GameCube yet. I do have a spare game, couple spare GameCubes that maybe I'm going to set that up and try that instead. But I will tell you right now, it is driving me 
three ways to Sunday bonkers. All right. Mecca's got a question. He says, will it also work with third-party GameCube adapters? So if it's an adapter designed for a GameCube that still allows the analog, I would imagine it should work the same. If it's, say, a GameCube-shaped controller designed for the Switch, then no, because that probably wouldn't have the analog. It would be just be digital shoulders, and it would work like a Pro Controller would work. Hmm. Let me check what I've got. Hold on a second. Episode asks if the GameCube controller with the C keys make it better. I don't know. I can't tell. I've got, for a guy who didn't have a GameCube at all, I have three GameCube controllers. Three of them. I have four wavebirds, wavebirds now. I think this is, <laughs> I think this is like, this is, I don't, how would you tell if this is designed for, for it or not? What do you think? All right, so that's, 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 that's a third-party one, right? Uh, yeah, it's a third-party. Be- yeah, because I can tell because the second Z button, there's normally only one on, on the on the left side. Oh. There's, no, there's normally only one on the right side. But oh. if but what what's what's the controller port? Is it USB or is it? Yeah, it's USB. Um, I don't know. Uh, it, it would depend. I'm gonna tell you. If, I'm gonna tell de- you. I'm gonna stream some Super Mario Sunshine using this soon. We're gonna find out. Is that all right? Sure. Yeah, it, it would depend if it detects the analog shoulders. And also note that this, because the Switch Lite doesn't support USB controllers, it, it the, the that won't work. It has to be yeah. a normal Switch connected with either USB controller directly or through the GameCube adapter. Okay. Hmm. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Uh, we'll wrap up our news here with a couple last final items. Persona 5 Scramble, the Phantom Strikers, listed by Asian Retail, supports English and Japanese language audio and subtitles, scheduled to be released February 23rd, 2021. Now, this does not mean that the official North American release will be on this date, but it is a possibility. We've seen some announcements and uh, releases work like this before. Jesse, tell me more about this. Okay, well... In fact, in terms of facts, this is all I know, but uh, Persona 5 Scramble is... Like the Musou-like game, like Hyrule Warriors, Dynasty Warriors, etc., set as in the Persona Five world uh, as a sequel to the original game. Okay. There is a Japanese demo. I downloaded it and played it using a lot of Google Translate. I think there's a video on our YouTube channel with that. Yep. And uh, I remember liking it, but you know. I think the way I, the way the way my my opinion of Age of Calamity is my opinion of Phantom Strikers may also change. So I'll see what it looks like when it gets closer to. If there's an English demo, I'll probably give it another go. Okay, all right, I like it, like it, like it. All right, folks, ladies and gentlemen, that is our news. Let's jump into our events, will we? <laughs> Tim, oh Tim, you've got an event coming up for the dinner table. Do you want to tell us about it? Yes, sir. It's just another reminder to let everybody know that uh, normally the dinner table episode is done um, every third Friday of every month. Uh, But this month, uh, the votes counted that we would do it during Black Friday. So next Friday uh, in the Black Friday in the United States. 
uh, the day after Thanksgiving. And we'll be doing the show at the normal time, 1030 p.m. Eastern uh, time. Uh, again, Jesus is time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, but yeah, so we're going to be doing that Black Friday. It, it'll be fun because, you know, everybody will be having their leftover turkey dinners or whatever from Thanksgiving in the U.S. or or uh, and be all uh, frustrated Canada. that they still couldn't get their PS5 purchases. In. Yes, that's right. Well, here's some Black Friday stories, I'm sure. And uh, um, and again, we'll be talking about our appetizer, which is Retro Re- Rewind. We've been playing Pokemon Gen 1. I've been personally playing the yellow version and others have been playing either yellow, red, or blue. And then uh, the group will then decide what the next month's Retro Rewind game will be. Uh, instead of me picking it, it's the group picks it. Um, and then the main dish is just talking about Black Friday. What does it mean to you and what does it mean to the gaming industry? That'll be the main dish topic. And then, of course, we have our side dishes, which is whatever what everybody brings, which is uh, you, you can bring whatever you want to talk about with the group. Um, and when I say everybody in the group, that's all our Patreons who have access to uh, Discord and can get in on our uh, chat channel our chit chat channel. That's when we get together at that time and just, um, I call it a buffet because dinner table used to be set topics like appetizer, main dish, side dish and dessert. Uh, and I had the topics going except for the side dishes. Uh, but the buffet has been more of to kind of keep it an, uh, open. Like I said, buffet, you come in, get what you want and leave when you're done. So it gives the opportunity for guests to come in and leave when they, when they want, um, and talk about the things that they want. So it's been fun. A lot of people have been staying on and, uh, we've, I try to record at least an hour or two of it so that people who can't attend can listen in on what we, you know, what that snippet is and, uh, of the show. And then, but it tends to go on past that time too um i think some people have called it cocktail hour afterwards or whatever <laughs> um so Closing it's time right <laughs> nice. yes it's uh it's a lot of fun and a lot of times we there's been times where i've been up till three or four in the morning chit-chatting with people um or and there's been times where we ended it sooner so um, it, again, it's open to anybody who is a patron for a dollar or more can get into the chit chat channel and we just discuss. And again, side dishes are, you bring your own topic. Uh, it could be just regular adulting stuff, parenting stuff, uh, uh, an old game you've been playing, a new game you've been playing, uh, re- any games you've been revisiting. So lots of people jump in and talk about it. Lots of people jump out and just, it's a revolving door. Lots of fun. And again, I just wanted to make sure people knew that if you're listening, it's on November 27th, 2020 at 1030 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is Black Friday in the U.S. Yeah, it's a great point. Actually gives me a good opportunity to lean here as well. What I will tell you right now is that we are not 100% sure yet whether we will have a November 26th episode of Nintendo Dads with the traditional crew, as we would see here. Obviously, Jesse, Tim, and Marty being American. That is their Thanksgiving. Uh, Of course, me being Canadian, knowing that the only true actual Thanksgiving is one that occurs in early October. Uh, But, oh, you people in the South, you can have your craziness. Part of the other, one of the other things that you get so, so wrong 
So nonetheless, uh, we will either have the entire crew or part of the crew here, or if there is no one available, you'll get a Justin Jabbers episode brought to you by me and potentially my daughter. We're jabber about all kinds of stuff. So there will be an episode. It just may not be our traditional format. Um, and then uh, speaking of events as well, ladies and gentlemen, actually, Tim and Jesse do not know this. What? December, De- December 3rd, right? That is our show after that. December 3rd, we are expected our guest for that night is going to be Mr. Ash Paulson, formerly of Game Explained and Good Vibe Gaming, is going to be joining us as well uh, to to jump in as our special guest on the December 3rd. And of course, nice. December 10th is going to be our Game Awards uh, session as well. December 17th will be a regular episode. And then we'll be getting into our Christmas and holiday seasons. And for some odd reason, I turn out to not be the Scrooge of this company. And I let these gentlemen have a couple of weeks off. <laughs> By the means they do not get paid more, and uh, you know, uh, I do not give them a, a Christmas bonus, but I do let them have a day off. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that Thank is you. what's happening. You're welcome. I, I didn't say yet. I may change my mind. Do not push me. <laughs> do not push me. Bahumbug. Bahumbug. Bahumbug, indeed. Uh, let's move on to some <laughs> more of our fantastic events. Jesse, this is really in your realm. This is the Pokemon Go stuff. Can you give us like a high-level two-minute version of what's going on here? Uh, I'll try. There's like three pages here because uh, a lot of stuff dumped yesterday. So I just found out literally during the pre-show that the the special bonuses that they that Niantic has started back in March, which was originally scheduled to end, I think at the end of November, which includes opening one and a half times as many gifts per day as normal, no locking requirements or go battle league, double incense effectiveness, and others has been ex- officially extended to June 30th. So if you look at the Today tab and see when that expires, it'll say 222 days if you're looking at this before noon on Friday. So, and I had to open up Excel to figure out to do that math for me because I wasn't going to do that by hand. <laughs> also, okay, starting November 24th at 1 p.m. Pacific, uh Uxi, Mesprit, and Azelf will appear in five-star raids again. Similar to the last time, it will be ge- geographically dependent. So I don't know exactly where they'll all spawn. North America gets Azelf, I know, but the others I don't know. But if so, you'll have to check with, you know, Asian regions will get something, Europe region will get something, and then Australia lands somewhere in there. So that's how those work. And they have a series of go beyond events. They all kind of accumulates to one final event at the end, which will make sense at the end. So go beyond with friends event actually started yesterday at one o'clock Pacific will end on November 30th at one o'clock Pacific. Friendship levels will increase faster by when you're doing friend activities like opening gifts, trading Pokemon, battling together, etc. You have get double XP for catching Pokemon until the end of the year. Uh, trainers who are level 40 before the end of the year will receive rewards, including the Legacy 40 medal and a timed research that will reward a Gyarados hat avatar item. Go beyond with Seasons event. Starting December 1st at 8 o'clock local time, the game will have Seasons in Northern Southern Hemisphere appropriate as well, which will then change every three months, so very much like Animal Crossing will do, because we have uh, Deerling, which has different seasonal forms, so we'll get the winter form for Deerling. 
and Pokemon spawn pools will change to winter-like or summer-like Pokemon, depending on which hemisphere you're in. New Mega Evolved Pokemon will appear uh, each as with each new season. And the Go Battle League will expand for 10 ranks to 24 ranks, with the top four ranks having all new names and corresponding badges. And I don't know anything about that, because I've battled three times total in only do it when I need to to get a, a mission complete. <laughs> I don't like the PvP. Fair enough. Yep. Okay. This is this is one, this one's big. Go beyond with Kalos. Starting December second at ten o'clock local time through December eighth at ten o'clock local. Chespin, Fennekin, Froki, Bunnelby, Fletching, Litleo, and their evolutions will make their debut. These are Gen six Pokemon from Ex- from Sun and Moon. I think Sun and Moon. Yeah. No, X and Y. X and Y is Gen 6. Klefki uh, will also be available if you're in France. <laughs> I don't know why that one is only specific to France, but that was the announcement. And then a mysterious Pokemon will ha- be hatching from one star rates. They haven't announced hmm. which one that is. We'll find out. And if you didn't think Gen 6 could get any bigger... Here, go beyond level 40. Niantic announced the level cap will be increasing to 50. Instead of being purely based on XP, it'll it'll require various challenges must be completed before players can level up. Pokemon, The Pokemon will also be able to level up to 50. There'll be a new item called Candy XL. Candy XL will be used to... Level up Pokemon past 40. It can be acquired either by catching Pokemon or converting and combining Candy into Candy XL. And there'll be other ways to obtain Candy XL made in the future. More information about leveling beyond 40 will be announced the week of November 30th. And then starting today, if you are in Australia and a level 40 trainer, you could be randomly selected to beta test post 40 content. If you are selected and level up to 41 during the test period, then you'll be given a survey. Okay. Wow. That's a lot, lot, a lot of, a lot of Pokemon go information as well. Uh, so tons of stuff there, folks. Uh, of course you can probably go to Pokemon goes Twitter page and get some of this information on our oh. website as well. Mecha dragons. I'm actually me already. Okay. Well, I do also want to say Mecha dragon has called out that it sounds like you have to go to France to get one of these exclusively. So ladies and gentlemen, this is my plea to you. This is why your Patreon dollars, your Discord's Prime subs, <laughs> and all of your 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 uh, your financial support is so critical because we need to send Jesse to France to get Pokemon Go. That's really what you're funding, folks. And please, we're, <laughs> well, we're I did we're mention Klefki sure was a France exclusive, but the reason okay. why France is is being is, in, having exclusive Pokemon is because Kalos is based on France, and I completely forgot that. Because I didn't play X and Y very far. I didn't get past the second gym. That's fair. That is (laughs) fair. Lots of news, ladies and gentlemen. Lots going on. And that is our news section and our rumors. Let's jump into what we've been playing. Jesse, we'll throw to you first. Uh, I see you got a little bit of a short list here. So we'll, uh, we'll throw to you. As opposed to Tim, who appears to continue to be typing in his list here. Yeah, because you know, I when I play a game, I like to play it, and then when Tim will play a game for fifteen minutes and then jump to the next one. 
Tim is a sampler. Do you know what I mean? He's the guy at Costco walking around sampling everything. Jess right. is like, I'll just that's take been duly noted Good. by our people in Discord that uh, that's that's how they are. are you a, a Jesse gamer or are you a Tim gamer? So <laughs> that's not wrong. So yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. So there have been some I finished though. Just to say you know. Okay. <laughs> Super Mario Maker Two. I digitally dust that dusted that game off because of the Ninja event that we talked about multiple times yep. in past yep. shows because of the 35th anniversary challenges. Yeah. I launched it and was horribly disappointed in that it's an auto runner. It is. You you yep. sit there and do nothing. You've completed it in about 55 seconds. Yep. And you with the end you'll get the the bar graph of the time it took you compared to everyone else and it's like low 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 low. No, 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 yeah, no, no. 55 seconds, right? About that for everybody. Yep. And so you can go off the path and do your own thing. Like I, I have a friend who did it in like 25 seconds and wow. I tried to follow his ghosts and I always lose them. Like, yeah. So I'm like, nope, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I actually, was... I actually logged into that, that too, just for that exact same thing. I was like, huh? Okay. And then I took the cartridge out and I put it back and I put another game back in. I was like, we're done with you for a bit. Yeah, I didn't have a cartridge. I just had to find it in my list of 150 games. That's right. <laughs> anyway, so at least we should get credit for that for our 35th anniversary on next week on December 1st. Or a week after the challenge ends. It ends on Tuesday the 24th, so we should get credit on December 1st. Which then, at that point... I would have completed all challenges except for the Cold Stone challenge, which I probably will never finish because I live too far away from one to, yeah, to, to put forth that much effort. <laughs> for ice other, cream, huh? For ice cream, right? Right, and ice cream I won't eat because of some uh, my diet. So <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair too. Yeah, I guess I apologize okay. for that. It's all right. Uh, okay. The next, game, the other game I want to talk about is we got a f- copy of the game thanks to the publisher, uh, Chicken Police Painted Red, exclamation mark. And it's it's kind of a weird one. It, it's 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 like a crime noir story as you can expect just by the imagery of it. So it's it, it's if you if you. If you're wanting Ace Attorney, this is not it. It's it's a lot more of just everything's voice acted at least, so the reading isn't so difficult. It's and you do have it's a lot of the conversation trees are menu driven, but it's just a manner of actually hitting every menu item in the tree. So it's you know not, most of it, it, it it's not like you have to pick one path or another. You'll eventually pick all all of the dialogue options to hear everything. Why not paint it black? Asked Mecha Dragon. Because if you did, you wouldn't see anything because everything's dark already. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, so this, if, if, if you've seen any game that uses anthropomorphic animals, you're probably looking at something likely anime inspired, if not anime, at least animated in some way with an art form. This game uses photorealistic animals heads on photorealistic human bodies and it is sometimes disturbing especially sure. when you come across uh N- natasha which is like the big mystery of the game who is a cat and so 
if if you're someone who likes cat girls, then this will give you some funny feelings. <laughs> yep, Dad's after dark. Uh, we'll check into that now. <laughs> so yeah, so but it's I've been I read by other people's reviews that it's about an eight hour game. I haven't fully finished it yet. I'm maybe five hours in, five or six hours in, and just starting chapter three, you know, of four. So the first chapter was definitely longer than two. So presuming the last two are as long as, assuming chapter three and four are as long as two, eight hours probably sounds about right. So I, I do expect to have this game finished probably by tomorrow night. Nice. Just in time for me to prepare for uh, Picross S5 next week. <laughs> got to really clear, got to really clear off the docket. Got to make sure yes. you're ready. Yep. Because once I start that, way. nothing else is getting played. I can guarantee you that. Sure. Do you ever have a conversation with Pear about that? <laughs> no. Picross. Oh, I know. He, yeah, he, he. And whenever a Picross game comes out, you know, he always. Mm-hmm. I see he he gets tagged and everything as well. Yeah. In fact. Marty tagged me on the conversation on the NVR forum threads that someone tagged Pierre on. So nice. two degrees of separation. Yes. There you go. <laughs> well, I guess one, because he was a guest on the show before, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's all I've been playing so this week. Cool. Uh, let's go over to Tim. What do you got, Tim? You got a lot on list here. Yep. Because, you know, it's kind of dabbling a little bit things here and there. So, <laughs> all right. So I've been playing a little bit of Pokemon Yellow here and there. I've been trying to, in fact, to try to carry my 3DS with me. So it's not dead to me. It might be dead to others, but it's not dead to me. Uh, I'm trying to play Pokemon Yellow because that is our retro rewind game for the dinner table. Um, not getting as far as some of the others who've been talking about it, which... Um, it, but it's really fun to read, reading what the guys have been doing there. Sure. And ladies, I don't know if they, if any ladies have been playing, If the, but I haven't seen any conversations yet there. Which system Jesse? are you playing it on? 3DS or a, a GBC? Yeah, 3DS. I'm playing it on my 3DS. That's why I'm carrying it with me everywhere. So, and that's why I can't look at the C because I have it going right now. <laughs> I can't look. I can't look at what's on my home screen right now without messing something up for yeah. sure so because there's a th- new 3ds firmware update that wants to get installed as soon as yes. you exit that yeah i know so i'm waiting to a point where i can f- feel comfortable in saving and then i'll go take care of that so um but some just i'm going to pause here for a moment something interesting that i found when i'm playing this it's still a lot easier and more comforting to carry this around then a switch because of the clamshell and the size. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I always wonder if the pro would at all inherit any type of clamshell type functionality. So um, I'm, you never know. They might come up with a switch DS, you know, type of thing, <laughs> dual screen switch at some point for the sequel. But anyways, uh, Pokemon Three De- uh, Deluxe. I've been playing with Sam. We did we did the uh, co- co-op, and I found that very interesting to play. Uh, I basically let him do everything, unless I'm missing something. Because when he blew the whistle, he basically stole my Pikmin. <laughs> yeah, you have to be careful I, when you're playing two player that you, you you limit your you limit your radius of whistle radius. Right. Yeah. So and, and that was kind of frustrating. It was like. 
but I want to have my own, I want to have my own Pikmin. I want to have some, and that's how I thought co-op would work is like, okay, you have your group of Pikmin. I have my group of Pikmin and then we can. Well, if you is, were then to distance yourselves from each other so we can't steal them true. anymore, then you would keep them. True. Very true. But it started off that way where it was just like, he just kept stealing them all and he had them all following him. So it was just like, okay. So I just ended up just telling him, okay, throw your Pikmin over there and, you know, let's do that over here. And, so it was interesting to play. So, but I, I'm hoping to be able to play a little bit on my own as well. Um, been playing more Fortnite ever since. Uh, well, I played Fortnite before uh, Extra Life, especially with my daughter, but even more so lately. Uh, we actually did some duos, and she, she just blows my mind every time I play. It's just like, oh, we just got a victory royale because she's off over there just going out and taking out people left and right. So <laughs> doing her thing. Doing her things, but she appreciates how I play because I don't like her little brother Sammy. When he plays, he follows very closely to whoever's playing. So we he doesn't he doesn't know the thing about spreading out to where but, I like so, to. So he's just making a big target for themselves. Yeah. So and I like to spread out, and so if my team is getting hit, I try to flank them. You know the the people who are trying to shoot. So and that's come in handy. I found so. Uh, but in duos, it was a little bit different. Still, I was able to do kind of stay away a little bit to keep some space. But uh, a lot of times she'll ask, hey, what are you trying to complete for a challenge? And I said, i kind of given up on the challenges. I'm just having fun playing and getting more used to the controls. And I still suck at building. building <laughs> okay. takes oh, I see, I've watched my son play and he's like, click, 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 click. And yeah. he's like seven stories high. I'm like, how would yes. you do that? My daughter does the same thing where it's like, oh, you need to be healed. And all of a sudden there's a fort up around me. I'm like, where'd that come from? <laughs> Just all of a sudden appears. So, um, but again, Fortnite's been fun. Uh, and I don't usually do, I don't usually jump back into those type of players like Call of Duty type stuff uh, because I suck at them because I don't spend enough time in them. But because I felt like I did well in Fortnite, especially the time when we did play uh, for Extra Life. I've been playing a little bit more, especially feeling a little bit more confident playing with my daughter without feeling like she has to carry all of the weight. Yep. <laughs> so it's been fun. Uh, Need for Speed, Hot for Pursuit. Um, I've been playing that and I'm actually enjoying this now that I've played this again and comparing it with Burnout. I'm actually enjoying this more than Burnout. And I think it might be just the way my own play style. Uh, I prefer the task oriented type stuff that need for speed has the hot pursuit where it's like, okay, go in, here's the race. Your objective is this, go do that. Or if you've already done that, your objective may be to beat someone else's score, uh, on your friend list. Um, so which I've, which I found to be fun too, because they have this thing called an auto log that shows your friend, whoever's got the game and they're playing will show you their times. And the objective is to, if you've already beat the board, did you beat their time, your friend's time? So it's been fun kind of going back and forth, playing against those people that may not even be paying attention that I'm beating their score, but I'm beating their score. So <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Uh, so I, it's right now, it's a lot more fun than the burnout right now. And, uh, oh, Antonio just gave us 25 bits. Thanks, Antonio. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Um, I think he's given us 200 throughout the course of the show. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> he, he, he slowly caught up to it. 
<laughs> He's our sole supporter for bits. He is. We appreciate that. <laughs> Blockfort gave us one. Uh, we, Thanks, we, Blockfort. We appreciate all of it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See, Andrew says, I want to see a squad match with the dad crew, Marty, Tim, Justin, and Jesse. I feel like that would be really entertaining. <laughs> I, I would have that, no I idea that, I what to do. Three out of four of us could do well. One of us might struggle. <laughs> uh, I would just lot. run into the purple smoke and suffocate. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Antonio's got the Extra Life uh, banner going on there. Nice. Uh, Speaking of Extra Life, I started playing Ori in the Blind Forest, and I think that was a question that Antonio asked us in the the questions, was uh, were there any games we continued playing since Extra Life? And I actually forgot to mention this last week, um, that I started playing this, and I still continue to play on here and there. It is something I will not let go. It's like one of those games, like I said, with... um, the um, uh, Into the Depths game that I played earlier this year that I kept saying, I'm going back, I'm going to keep playing, I'm going to keep poking at it. So I'm probably going to still do the same thing with Ori and the Blind Forest. Such a good game. It, it is, every moment I play in it is just, just so, so awesome. And, and you can see why I was so excited when they announced Willow the Wisp, right? Yes. Like, I was like this. Well, I was excited and I haven't even played the doggone thing yeah. yet. So, But I, my goal is I, I did not buy... The, the second one because I knew I didn't beat this one, but that I will immediately buy that second one once I beat this one. So, because I know I'm going to love it. Um, and I'm loving it already. So, I'm looking forward to it, uh, playing that some more. Animal Crossing, of course, we touched on that already, playing that a little bit here and there, jumping in when I can. Uh, it's a good game to just be able to go in real quick, complete some of the tasks, or jump in and say, you know, like my wife, she. She was like, hey, I'm in here. I got the golden wall, I think it was, that I didn't have. She's like, do you have that? And it's like, no. And so she gave me the recipe for that. So I was able to jump in and get those type of things. And then uh, just last night, I did a stream of a new game called Bridge Constructor The Walking Dead. Um, I think it's Heads Up that gave us the code for that. And again, I'm always appreciative when the developers and publishers give us codes when you started streaming it made the announcement that i was playing chicken detective again (laughs) yes even though i changed the doggone thing it still didn't for whatever reason take so i'm apparently a noob at streaming (laughs) streaming with restream because that's i got i got obs now and i've been using that as the bill sticker says streaming is hard Streaming, yes, streaming is hard. Uh, so I just have, I now have it set to remind me to go into restream, set the titles, and then go in and then launch the stream. So I'll get that figured out one of these days. But, anyways, Bridge Constructor Walking Dead. It's actually, Jesse, I don't know if you like Bridge, bridge Constructor games, but this mm, one. Never played them. Like, okay. I bought the Portal 2, it was a Portal 1, and never touched it. Okay. That's as close as I've gotten to them. This one, I don't, I don't. I don't think they have a demo for it yet, but it'd probably be a good idea if they did create a demo because there's some uh, programming elements to it, if you will, uh, where you, it's not just about creating a bridge and getting across it. It's about um, getting the people to waypoints and those waypoints, you program what they do there. So you tell it, okay, when you get here, you either turn on. So it's got a little bit of 7 billion humans in there. It's a little bit, a little bit from what I saw you do with that. It's it's basically you go there. The idea is you, you're building a bridge to get away from the, the and I say zombies, it's actually walkers because we're talking about Walking Dead, right? That was something the, 
publisher made sure I have to say is walkers, <laughs> not zombies. But anyways, you're trying to get away from the walkers. And so you're building a bridge to do that. But at the same time, you could build the bridge and then destroy it with something and in order to destroy it with something to not once the the walkers come across the bridge you're destroying the bridge and then all the walkers fall uh you're using like giant canisters or giant shipping crates or whatever to destroy that bridge or you could be using the giant shipping container to crush a pile of zombies that are standing in one area in order to do that you use the characters to go to these waypoints and the waypoints are where you program it to say, okay, go up to the ladder. That's your first step. You go up to the ladder. You hit uh, a gear or a switch to drop the shipping container. Then the waypoint, you program it back to say, okay, after you're done doing that, then you go back down the ladder. And then when you go back down the ladder, then you program that waypoint to say, okay, now we'll run to the right to get away from where whatever's there. So as the game went on, there was a little bit more complicated things you could tell to do up to five things you can tell that the character to do like uh eugene was one of the characters i started with right away from if you're a walking dead fan you know eugene is a character that was in the show and one of his some of the characters have abilities uh what his ability is he had a, a doll that made a noise that he could throw to distract the zombies and make the zombies go toward that noise uh, so that's part of the abilities you can set at that waypoint to so go to the waypoint, throw the doll, then go up, say a ladder. Uh, and then because all the zombies are at the doll, then you can drop the shipping container on those zombies. Then you go back down the ladder to the waypoints that you program to tell the character to run. So, so far it's been very interesting. I'm enjoying it. Um, and I enjoyed sharing that time with, the, I think the first six levels of world one, if you will. Uh, in in the game so go check it out it is on our twitch and our youtube uh you can watch rewatch the stream there if you want to check it out um if you listen to the pre-show there's a lot more details about it but justin and i talked about this and dan if you're still watching and or listening you talk about this in our discord a lot we have purchased uh or got a free version of stadia justin's still waiting for his because of what we talked about, the cyberpunk deal that Google Stadia is doing, where if you purchase cyberpunk, you get free Stadia Pro controller and uh, Google uh, Google Ultra Promo, Pro Edition or whatever it is. Yeah, the Pro Edition. So you get the equipment for free, essentially, if you bought cyberpunk and pre-ordered it. So Justin did that. I had the Stadia because of Dan, who in our Discord, he got his from being a YouTube Prime uh, Premium member, plus being a Pro member. And I was the same when he mentioned it, so I hurried up and jumped in and got that offer and picked up my Stadia and played a little bit of Jatoon, Bahala Edition, which is by the same company, Thunder Lotus Games, who did Spirit Fair. Um, which they their animation in their games is just something else it's just beautiful it gives me kind of like a uh studio ghibli type feel in a lot of cases in their animation uh i know there was another game that came out too that i didn't know it was out in the switch and just i can't remember but you might remember i asked hey can we get a review code for this and then yep. found out it was like oh this came out last year <laughs> never mind mm-hmm. <laughs> so but again it's games that they do seem like they're really beautiful and have 
heartfelt stories behind them. So I've been playing a little bit of that in Stadia. But it is available on the Switch as well, Jatoon, if I remember correctly. So, yeah. uh, yes, it is. Uh, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, all those other places. And then on deck, I also downloaded the Immortals Phoenix Rising demo for Stadia. So I'm hoping to be able to play a little bit of that. And we have a game code uh, that I'll be checking out, another racing game called Absolute Drift Zen Edition that I hope to be streaming soon to share a little bit of that. So check that out in the eShop store to get a little bit more information on that. Again, it's called Absolute Drift Zen Edition. And I apologize if I didn't remember to say the name of the game I was talking about again while after I was done, because I was asked for us to do that. But uh, Pokemon Yellow, Pick. Pikmin 3 Deluxe, Fortnite, Need for Speed, Hot Pursuit, Ori in the Blind Forest, Animal Crossing, Bridge Constructor, <laughs> The Walking Dead, Jatoon, Mahala Edition. Those are the games I've been playing. <laughs> Luckily enough, ladies and gentlemen, my list is a lot shorter than that. Uh, but I will tell you quickly <laughs> what I've been playing. I had an opportunity, the developer sent us over a code for Bobble Bobble for Friends, the Baron's, the Baron is back. Uh, Bobble Bobble for Friends came out in early of this year, and the Baron is back as a free DLC that came through. Uh, I remember playing uh, Bobble Bobble when I was, uh, on, when it was on the NES, and I rather enjoyed it, and I had an opportunity to play it here. We're going to have a Let's Play that coming up on our YouTube channel, so you can check that out. But a lot of fun. It does some nostalgia. Great part about it is there's this four-player uh, local playing option, which is fantastic. And there are special abilities that your character can have as well. So a lot of fun, and I've been enjoying that. I have continued to be enjoying Pikmin 3 Deluxe. Uh, that has absolutely grabbed my attention, and I am probably about 70 to 80% done. I, Based on some of the conversations I saw there from uh, from Dan, that it looks like I may not be too far from being finished. The only thing that keeps me thinking is, like, I really hope Pikmin 4 is coming soon, because I would be very excited for that. Uh, mm-hmm. And the other thing that I have on deck um, uh, is going to be Star Renegade. And that game just hit the Nintendo Switch eShop today. It was on PC earlier in the year, a couple months ago. Uh, it has had my attention. So look for some coverage from me on Star Renegade in the coming days as well. It'll be on our YouTube channel. Now, before we actually transition, sorry, go ahead, Jesse. I was going to say, before we move on, I wanted to quickly go back to Chicken Police. Uh, not a game for kids. There is. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, yes. There is like not frontal nudity, but there is, you know, from the back. And so very much implied nudity and very uh, language is out there. (laughs) And I better call out Pokemon Yellow is also not for kids, you know, because, (laughs) you know, it's I don't know about that game. You know, it's very, very I don't know how I got passed on Nintendo system in the first place. Mm -hmm. But man, geez. Uh, Now, I will say Bubble Bubble uh, for Friends is for kids. It is It is good. You should check that out with the kids. They'll enjoy it very much. Very much they'll enjoy it. Uh, one thing I do actually want to say, and Tim, Tim, this will this will land very well with you. Coming hot off of the IGN, a small website, give them some clicks. They're up-and-comers. Uh, I think Sammy might be very interested in, the, in this. And this is Doom Eternal Switch Update. So this is hot, hot off the press, literally less than 40 minutes ago. I'm going to read the article here from this is by Matt uh, T. Uh, Matt Kim over at IGN. Earlier today, consumers began to report or customers began to report that GameStop was canceling pre-orders for Doom Eternal on Switch. IGN has learned that this is not because Bethesda has canceled Doom Eternal for the Switch, but rather is making it a digital only release. 
So, Ooh. ladies and gentlemen, Doom Eternal for the Nintendo Switch is now confirmed as a digital-only release. In a statement to IGN, a Bethesda spokesperson says, well, Dermot's Doom Eternal is 100% on track for an um, uh, imminent for an imminent digital-only release on Nintendo Switch. The absence of a physical release at retail resulted in canceled pre-orders. They added affected consumer customers will receive full refunds and should contact their preferred retailer for more information. Interestingly enough, what was then said, uh, Bethesda then said to consumer, Bethesda has said, uh, Bethesda says <laughs> consumers, blah, 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 blah. Bethesda says consumers should stay tuned for more information coming later this month about Doom Eternal. So mm. interestingly enough, what we're hearing there is so, Bethesda is continuing their production and creation of Doom Eternal. However, it is now going 100% digital on the Nintendo Switch, not a physical version. Mm. The imminent is uh, the release is imminent for a digital only version, and that we should hear more later this month, which is like 11 days away. Prepare your SD cards. Exactly. Prepare your SD cards, and mm. this la- this may be a shadow drop, uh, which is interesting because that means they're. That may mean there's more stuff coming. Feels weird. They would just maybe drop it. Who knows? Well, they can't. The Game Awards They're announcement? Not. No, because that's past the month. Maybe yeah. it could be. It They're could actually be. Could be a Game Awards out today. You're right. But but that would be after the end of the month, though. Yeah, that's not. Well, right. they didn't say it's going to be released. They just said more information. More information coming later this month. So they may say something. Stay tuned. A special, <laughs> you know, stay tuned for the Game Awards. Right. So who knows. All right. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's what we've been playing. Let's move on to our community spotlight. Actually, I, I just had an idea during that during the fanfare. <laughs> what if it's streaming only? <laughs> well, that's that's what I was just saying. Speaking of community, Antonio was just saying it if it digital only why not make it a cloud offering okay so, so he, he he thought of the same thing i thought of yeah yep marty would be upset if it was cloud ladies only. and gentlemen do you hear that that is knocking on nintendo's door the the, <laughs> the, the digital the digital future for yes. streaming on nintendo may very well be much closer than we think it is and this may be a fantastic example of it yep ladies and gentlemen it's getting real up in here. It's getting crazy. <laughs> uh, let's move over to our community spotlight. Uh, Jesse, I do see that we had two voicemails. Are those queued? They are queued. Cool, cool. You want to hit them first? Uh, why not? Let's do that. Okay, here's the first one. Hey, dads. Warren G. Acres here. So uh, I just rolled credits on Super Mario um, Picross, or Mario's Super Picross, I think it was called, uh, on the uh, SNES app for Switch, and it uh, got me thinking about spinoffs, and uh, I know some Nintendo franchises have gotten spinoffs in the past, like um, like Link's Crossbow Training, for example, or Metroid, um, whatever that four-player um, Federation Forces, I think. Anyway, I, I was wondering from you guys, what, uh, what are some other spinoffs from characters that maybe we haven't seen or into other genres uh what what ip or what uh what other nintendo characters and series would you like to see get their own spin-offs and what kind thanks dad that's a good question jesse what do you think 
Well, the, f- the first thing that came into my head is, is it's not necessarily a Nintendo property, but uh, you know, we, we've seen Picross crossed over with other specific, uh, franchises, like we've seen a Zelda one and we've seen a, Pic- a Pokemon one. Uh, I think there's plenty of history of Dragon Quest that would go well with that. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I actually was just talking about this with uh, uh, the Nintendo Pals in their Discord. They brought up some uh, question of uh, um, of games, and I forget how their question was worded, but it it brought up the it made me think of Nintendo's uh, Metroid Pinball. I've been a big yeah. fan of that game, and I said uh, I would love to see a sequel to that. And although it's nothing new, it's still I would love to see a sequel to that because of the Switch and to be able to turn the Switch, you know, uh, in portrait mode or... Yeah, I was just going to say, you can put that in Tatate mode and yeah. use a foot grip for it. Yes. I, that's, a, that's a great suggestion. I would really like to, to see them explore as an alternate universe reality uh, Super Mario 2. And, and, like, is there a Super Mario 2, 3? Right. Or, or, or like, because again, that's a very different game. It's a very different franchise. I mean, obviously it's the Doki Doki, um, uh, reskin, but like, that almost feels like this weird, weird universe version. Like, what's the net? What's, where are those villains? Where are those characters? You want work back. Uh, yeah. I understand that, that franchise a bit more because it was really used once and then disappeared some of it. So I think that'd be interesting as well. Another one too that I would like to see. And there's one here too that, uh, Third strongest mole put out there about arms RPG. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty clever, you know. So, but I don't know if this would count. But you know how EA has trouble with getting their sports games over back to Nintendo because they say that's not where people play. Yeah. Well, if they do a collaboration with Nintendo, because we talked about this, I think on the dinner table or maybe even here about doing a Nintendo themed American football game. Mm. I think would be really cool if there was a, you know, Nintendo at a slash Madden game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be they've, interesting. They've, they've had crossover with NBA before. So sure. Yeah. You know what? I, you know what? Here I'd really like them to do. Um, take the fire emblem characters and franchise and put them in a dumpster and just light it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving on. All right. Uh, wow. What is our next, uh, <laughs> All right. If you're angry about that, okay, fine. I get it. Send your angry tweets to at Marty Estes on Twitter. All right. That's all you have to do. Send all right. Jesse, what's our next voicemail? Hey, y'all. This is Esten, a solo something. I was calling in this one's for Justin. I was going to say, oh, bold prediction with Cyberpunk Company Game Awards this year. <laughs> I hope you're right. I really do. Not to sound unlike Ellen Ripley from Alien. But um, if you are, I definitely want to answer like such a like big prediction by saying with excitement that uh, if you are DM me and uh, if it comes true, I'll definitely get something your way. I'll buy you a game. I don't <laughs> know how y'all do this thing through uh, Discord or whatnot, but uh, I'm just not a good mood. I'm just not just a good mood talking here. I will definitely uh, get you something and uh, for calling it such a right because that would be amazing, amazing if that happened and cloud service came that far for the Switch. So definitely if that happens, look me up and call it money in the bank, my man. 
<laughs> I like it. I like solo something's betting. I like I like the crazy bets. Let's go big, right? Uh, that would be yeah. If if that happens, man, that would be absolutely amazing. Uh, so, Mecca and, and he's says, probably probably making that bet because he knows it's not going to happen, right? Yeah. So a few comments in the chat about what you said about Fire Emblem. Mecca says you have a problem with waifu wars, <laughs> and uh, uh, Malk. JC says Fire Emblem fighting game similar to Soul Calibur. My reply is that's all we already have a game like that. It's called Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, that's he did fair. say he also did say a chic, uh, stealthy Prince of Persia type game. Mm. So yeah, that'd be cool. That would yeah, be like interesting it. too. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, great, uh, great questions. And, uh, yeah, so a little something. I'll hit you up if I am right. If I am right, I think we can definitely, like, Justin can take a little bit of a victory lap. Do you know what I'm saying? A little bit of, like, yes. the, head, the head will be pretty big. You know? fire! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's big. Wow, that was really, you had that right at the ready. Uh, let's move on to our next email. And this first one comes from our good friend and frequent contributor. And currently, I see in our chat as well right now, of course, Mecha Dragon. Mecha Dragon says, uh, sending you uh, another fantastic question for the podcast this week. Here's a fun one that I'm hoping you or no one has answered yet. With so many different shows and podcasts under the Nintendo Dad's brand, of course, Nintendo Dad's After Dark, The Dinner Table, Dad Crossing, and The OG Show. What would a plot for a dad's Nintendo Dad's cinematic universe movie be like with all of these podcasts involved? Uh, be as creative as you want. Hope that makes sense. See you, dads, later this week. Woo-wee. Uh, I, I'm lousy at being creative like this, but I, the only thing I can think of is our v- villain must be the Mega Dads. Yeah, I think I think there's some there's some coordination of like the yeah, the Mega Dads being some kind of villainous empire, and we time require travel this. has to maybe, be involved. Maybe not the big bad, but just like the the first in, minor inconvenience that leads up to the big bad. Yeah, and and like the dads crossing and us, we can't battle it by ourselves because we're too PG. But we need someone who's got some sass. So we, we call in the, the dads after dark and they show up with a, bo- a lot of their like R rated <laughs> content that they can just drop out there yep. and like fights them back. And then, uh, the dinner table, just like, just so many people show up because it's a dinner table, right? Cause everybody shows up yeah, there. They show up with their animated gifts of movie actresses. Yeah. That, yeah. So wait, Justin, this is the moment where you're standing there. You got your earpiece in. Yeah. And you hear something coming over the radio and you look over and portals start opening. Yeah. And all the dinner table guests come pouring out. <laughs> yeah, nice. I like coming that. out of the portals yeah. saying we got you back. Yeah. You know? So And then like and then you know what happens? Like Gary Gray and Zach come out and I just yes. say, Turn around. You go back in that portal. We don't want you. You quitters. You're just a bunch of quitters. Remember at Marty Estes on Twitter is where you can send your angry tweets. <laughs> So oh. I don't think that'll work for Gary and Zach because they know where to send the, yeah, the angry tweets at. <laughs> that's fair. Oh, I won't hurt. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, a little bit, little bit of a, an Avengers Assemble moment. I like that. I got some chills. Chills all yes. over. Yep. You know, that's uh, that's fantastic stuff. Great question, Mecha Dragon. I appreciate that. Oh wait, I'm sorry. It's not an earpiece. It's a Steel Series headset. Oh, it is that you for, get sure. It for. <laughs> for sure. For sure, it's, it's this headset right here. <laughs> exactly. 
I like it. That's a great question. A lot of fun. Uh, let's move over to Andros. This question comes off of Discord. The question says, what Nintendo stuff is on your Christmas list this year? Ooh. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, yeah, for, for, for me, I really don't have any because if yeah. it's something I want, I just buy it. And everyone else hates it because they don't know what to get me because I always sure. buy what I want. Because you already buy what you want. Okay. Is there anything that you want right now for Nintendo? Like, uh, by the way, we're not doing a Secret Santa. All right, guys, we tried this last year and it just got belligerent so quickly. <laughs> and, you know, you tell, you tell Tim says, to put a cap on adult life. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's a tough, tough thing, right? Anything you can think of that you'd want for your Nintendo or, you know, paraphernalia or Nintendo Switch or anything? Uh, I, don't, I can't think of anything. You know, again, anything I can think of is you know, either I already have it or it's something I would never have thought to have wanted. Yeah. Okay. You know, you know like, you know, a, a, a terabyte micro SD card. Sure. But the, the, sure. those aren't cheap yet. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Tim, what's on your Christmas list for Nintendo from Santa? Uh, so it's usually there. Like Jesse, I do buy the things that I tend to want. Uh, Cause I, set aside that money for that type of thing. Um, but there are certain things that I'm like, I want it, but I don't know if I'll buy that for myself type of thing. So like at first when the power a controllers were coming out, a lot of the ones that I really liked looked really cool. I did buy, which I have on the shelf back there too. Like I bought a couple of the Zelda ones. I have a couple of the, uh, Metroid ones because, you know, I'm, they looked cool and I'm fans of those. So I got them and they're in the box still. You might think that's crazy, but they're, I like the way they looked and that, and the boxes actually have clear windows. So you can actually see what the, it's got its own built in case. So, <laughs> and they were, they were cheaper ways of, you know, kind of displaying my fandom. So, but I stopped buying those as well. I don't buy any more, but there's new Power A controllers that came out for Zelda. Like, uh, I forget who shared it, but there was a, Black and gold one, the Hyrule, I can't even say that word. Hylian, thanks. Hylian Shield one, black and gold. I'm looking at it right now on Amazon on my wish list. Those type of things I don't buy for myself anymore, but I I usually add to my wish list. Um, but not. it's harder for the Nintendo stuff because, like I said, I usually buy that kind of stuff because either... I buy it because I want to share it with the community saying, hey, I got this is what's going on with it, you know, so that somebody can make that decision who maybe can't get it or is trying to budget their money as well. So or we get a code or something for a game or something or a product that we get to check out. So, um, yeah, those are it's a little bit harder. So I got all kinds of other stuff that, again, I won't buy myself, but it's like something that would be cool to get as a gift. Like, for example, the, the Star Wars uh, book that just came out in regards mm-hmm. to uh, all the lightsabers. Mm-hmm. I have that on my wish list, so. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, those, yeah, those are great things. Uh, yeah, I think probably too much like you, I'm kind of in the same kind of camp. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. like we, you know, new headsets. Got it. Got that new controller. Yeah. Got those things right. Uh, but I will. I'll give a couple things here because I, I think it's. Uh, I think it's good to play along. Um, you know what I have not picked up uh, that I would be interested in adding to my collection is uh, Xenoblade Definitive Edition. Uh, that came out in June, and I just kind of got busy with other games, and I picked up something else, and just didn't bother going to get it. And so, 
not not like I'm really pressed for games to play, but it's one of those games I do want to add to my collection. Yeah. Um, so I think that would be one of them. Um, some of the Nintendo Lego grab bags, right? Those little ones, those like $5 ones. I like those. I've got a yeah. couple of them. Those there are kind go. of fun, like good stocking stuffer, right? And then if you're yep. kind of like, what else might be under the tree? Uh, again, if you're just like, hey, buying some Nintendo things because you're super interested and be cool. I'd actually love like Mario Circuit live. That would be super cool. Like it'd be fun to play for a day. Uh, kind of thing or a day or two i don't yeah. have like my i have t- i have carpet here so i don't imagine it's going super far like all these places are like we have tile it looks great i'm like this is awesome i have carpet this is not going very far is it low pile uh, carpet because it should work on that uh, yeah it's low pile but i'm like i, I think it looks slicker on like a like a steep <laughs> like a good wood floor so you like you that. want a drift yeah i get it i do i know? want some drift not like also now i've got to take all the hair out of the out of the right yes, the kids. yes. So yeah, those are a couple of things that would kind of be on my on my uh, on my wish list. Oh, a little off topic, you mentioned Lego. So uh, the other, yesterday, my boss sent me a link. You know, like a big three you know three line URL in our chat. I'm like, hey, oh, Lego.com. I better know what this is. I click it, and it's to that two hundred and thirty dollar NES kit. Yes. And I'm like, my reply was. Is this where I say, do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine is sitting right there, actually. I can see mine right in my uh, eye. Yeah, I, I, I told him that, you know, you know, at least two of our hosts has bought it to build it. We bought another one to give away. So I, I would have bought it, but I, I've i never really been a Lego kid. And I, I have enough shelf trophies. I didn't need another one. That was yeah. $230. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so those are those are kind of things that'd be on on uh, on my Christmas list. Uh, Andros, thank you for well. Something for you you mentioned too that made me think in regards to the game side. I've been trying to look for games that I can buy physically that are collections. Mm. So, and I haven't like, bought any. Those those are probably ones I would add, like like the Atari collection I never picked oh, up, okay. or the Genesis collection, yep. or um, any other type of collections that are actually on the cartridge not ones you have to download because then I, then what's the purpose i can just go to the eShop and download it but yeah, <laughs> ones that are actually on the cartridge type collections okay great i like it all right uh let's move on to our next question comes from the block fort retro i'm oh, sorry i apologize antonio antonio asks this after extra life did any of you continue a game you started on the stream for instance tim you started ori for the first time Yep, that was the one I mentioned. It was a, yeah, it was that Ori? Yep, I'm still continuing that. Uh, yeah, I, I, there was no game that I started on stream that I hadn't already played before, so it's just kind of continuing to pick at those things. But I will tell you this, interestingly enough, playing Age of Calamity during the stream made me realize how much I don't want Age of Calamity. Uh, <laughs> so it actually turned me wow. off of the game. I don't know what it was like something something that I was playing. And I was like, and maybe it was you know 30 hours of being awake and hitting some buttons and i was like no this is not for me at <laughs> yeah all. The, de- the demo turned me off with it as well so i actually uh, un i unpreordered the game yeah so did i actually i i called uh, i called gamestop and transferred those funds to another game actually mm-hmm. so um yeah, yeah. I, I had it just in the e-shop so i just went into the options to say don't charge me i don't want it yeah. anymore well, I, I'll, I'll i'll think about it once i see more people i hear what other people say about it but it's it's just that's not the type of gameplay i'm yeah. i have to be in the mood for that type of gameplay yeah i mean i'm very interested in the story the story interests me but the game i i couldn't just buy it just for yeah. the story but so. speaking of aoc it's live now it's been live ah. for 10 minutes 
It has been. There you go. I was oh, like, good night, guys. See you later. See you. Turns off. Bye bye. I'm firing it up right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's move on to our next couple of questions as well. Blockfort Retro says, "It seems like the floodgates of GameCube era games are barely starting to crack open with Mario uh, Sunshine and X one one one, so thirteen. I presume thirteen. So, yeah. So, what GameCube games would all of you be hyped to get a, pa- a port or remaster to the Switch? I'm going to answer this question just really quickly, and I'm probably going to answer on behalf of probably Tim. Uh, but the uh, Metroid Prime Collection, uh, Metroid's Prime One and Two, would be brilliant to be on the Switch. Um, and I think right now, I, and I don't know for sure uh, where they originated, but I'd like to maybe see Pikmin One and Two. Were Pikmin One and Two GameCube games? They were both on GameCube, and then got yeah. Wii releases with the motion control. Okay, yeah, I, that that would kind of be be I think interesting to to give that a shot. Uh, again, I miss the GameCube generation in general, so I, I don't have a lot of insight. Um, Tim, what about you? Uh, I agree with the, those options. At, you know, obviously, a hundred percent. And I will. Your reaction to Apex, you know, getting coming out for the Switch will probably be my reaction to when they finally announce the Prime games coming to the Switch as either a trilogy or even if they were individual games. Yeah. Uh, however, it comes to us, I'll be happy. But another one that I didn't get to play that I would love that I heard a lot of good things about is uh, Time Splitters. Um, I think that would be a really good one to come over to the Switch. THQ Nordic did some teasing recently about Time Splitters, a re-release or a remaster. Uh, Time Splitters. I do remember second. hearing something about that, but definitely. Time Splitters. TH Nordic. Yeah, while you're doing that, I will agree with Antonio as well, Double Dash, because I I had hoped that that would be a DLC when we were all thinking, oh yeah, you know, 8 Deluxe will get DLC, right? No, didn't. But I was hoping DLC would be cool if they added a Double Dash DLC feature to that uh, to make it, you know, the Deluxe. But even if it's something that comes with 9 or if there's a Double Dash 2, if they do that, that I think that would be really cool as well. Okay. Yeah, I agree uh, with Andros with the Thousand Year Door. Yeah, uh, European publisher giant THQ uh, Nordic has said that there it is it is that it is not teasing a remake of the popular 2002 first person shooter Time Splitter Two. Speaking to Eurogamer, a spokesperson for the company said that players being able to buy the Time Splitters Two remake from a vendor in its game Spellforce Three was intended to be a joke and nothing more. Many had presumed that this was a THQ Nordic teasing that there was yet to be something announced. Uh, they, the THQ Nordic has commented, said this is just an innocent Easter egg. This is coming from PC uh, Inside, PC Gamers Insider.biz slash news as of November 17th. So, uh, yeah, not quite there yet. Uh, great question, though. Uh, I don't I believe was, him. I don't yeah. believe him. <laughs> uh, Andrew responds to uh, the block for on Twitter by saying the Simpsons hit and run would be something as well. Uh, all right, so let's. I have got a, a couple. I did send out a call um, earlier today for questions on Twitter, and I do want to just address the one that is on there. Do do do. Uh, Mikey Burgett asks, "Do do you know much about this story and how this affects Nintendo's given Nintendo's uh, bad PR?" Now, this is actually in relation to the Big House, and what the Big House is is a the biggest open fall 
Super uh, Smash Brothers event that was scheduled to be this December 4th through 6th of 2020. What has hope happened is the big house has put out the following statement. A this was an event that was supposed to be uh, using Super Smash Brothers. The big house is heartbroken to share that we have received a cease and desist from Nintendo of America to cancel our upcoming online event. We were informed we do not have permission to host or broadcast the event, primarily due to the use of Slippy. Sadly, and this is spelled S-L-I-P-P-I, and I don't know, maybe we can do a quick check on that. I believe it's a modding software, potentially a program. Sadly, all, all our competitions are affected. We have been forced to comply with the order and cancel the big house online for both Melee and Ultimate. Refund information will be sent out shortly. We apologize to those impacted. Now, Nintendo has since put out a statement on their own to kind of provide some context to why this decision was made. Let me read that statement to you right here. Nintendo appreciates the love and dedication the fighting community has for Super Smash Bros. series. We have partnered with numerous Super Smash Bros. tournaments in the past and have hosted our own uh, our own online and offline tournaments for the game, and we plan to continue that support in the future. However, the upcoming Big House Tournament announced plans to host an online tournament for Super Smash Bros. Um, melee that requires use of an illegal copied versions of the game in conjunction with a mod called Slippy during their online event. Nintendo therefore contacted the tournament organizers to ask them to stop. They refused, leaving Nintendo no choice but to step in and to protect its intellectual property and brands. Nintendo cannot condone or allow piracy of its intellectual properties. So, yeah, Slippy is a piece of software that basically runs the netcode, so it allows for two people running it to play together like they were, like it would be landed together. Absolutely. So the question that, uh, and so I'll take a quick pause there. Gentlemen, what do you think of this information regarding uh, the big house and Nintendo's? So obviously the event they were trying to run and Nintendo's response to that as well, given that this is kind of probably your first uh, hearing of it at first blush. I'm shocked. How I'm so shocked Nintendo would do something like this. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, and the sarcasm drips from his, his lips. Uh, it's, come on. I mean... If they were doing what they were supposed to do, work with Nintendo using just the software that as it is, then they could have had a normal tournament. I don't know what the slippy thing is all about, well, obviously, because, other because than the... I, they, they're not bringing all these people into one location. They're doing it remotely. So, right. of course, the the native netcode's garbage. So that they're using that as an enhancement. Gotcha. So, like, if this was a physical event right. probably would have been just fine gotcha and, I, and it makes sense but I, there's been other online events with with the regular smash game right so it's been done right and, right. and it the, seems the like fact that this has to be it's basically these are all running emulators so they're all illegal copies of the game being run okay yeah and, and i know that there's been improvements to the online functionality to smash as well so i would think that it would if they were doing it online, that would help. But if they're doing a tournament with prizes, yeah. I'm... Yeah, this is the Wii version of the game, not the Smash oh, Switch okay. version of the game. Gotcha. But overall, it's just... we. It's no surprise, and I'm surprised that... I guess I am a little surprised that the, the coordinators even tried it. You know? Yeah. Knowing Nintendo is going to protect their stuff. 
Yeah, you want to talk about a company that's real tight on its IPs and how it's used, and it's and ensuring that the you know they have a very distinct vision of how you consume or use their IPs, right? In 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 that performance and what that experience is like for a game, uh, anyone playing their games, they have a very very defined look. So anytime that you are manipulating, changing, or altering that and kind of under using that, you, they're not going to be happy with you. Um, Unless they're the ones doing the manipulation. If they're like the one doing it, they're okay with like, that. Like 3D All-Stars, cough, cough. Correct, right? <laughs> but um, I, 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 like, I don't – like, I, and I'm sure – and I am sure that a lot of people put in time, energy, and money <laughs> into doing this, right, into preparing this tournament. Um, and I don't mean mm-hmm. this disparagingly, but um, no shocker here. Like, duh? Um, Especially if you're going to do something that big. If it's big – you know, that big and you got all eyes on you and you know how Nintendo is. I don't understand who, yeah. especially if there's a group of people, thinks they can stay under the radar with this. Yeah. Yeah. 12,000 followers on Twitter. Um, like, and, and obviously they had reached out to Nintendo, it sounds like. Uh, so this isn't a shock. Um, well, Nintendo, sorry. well, it sounds like, reached out to them and... Yeah, and said, stop it. So the yeah. question of, is this bad PR for Nintendo? Um, if Nintendo had not communicated their statement or put out a statement, then I think it could be bad PR. But when you say, yeah, sure, look at you're essentially using our intellectual property and using it in a way that we don't really want you to, uh, yeah. they've got a pretty solid legal footing to stand there. So I don't think it's a bad PR move. Um it's, it's the move that Nintendo makes. I'm not shocked by it in any way. This will not impact Nintendo's stock, performances, and guess what? You're still going to go and buy the game that they just released this week, and you're still going to go and buy a $45 to $50 Game & Watch that plays the same Mario game that you played when you were five <laughs> years old. Because you know why? Because Nintendo. That's how it Nintendo. works. Sorry. Yeah. They are a champion if, at business, and that's one of the reasons why they are. If you're a person who was attending... And I've attended these type of conferences before too, and close that have tournaments, not solely just tournaments, but have tournaments like uh, Yumacon here in Detroit. Um, it's I wouldn't be mad at Nintendo. I would be mad at the people who were creating this and not thinking of a fallback mm-hmm. or something to fall back to if Nintendo would have come back to at you for this. Or just totally shutting down the whole thing just because they Nintendo's not going to be there? That I don't understand, and it's probably just my lack of knowledge in all the other games that were there and all that kind of stuff, or the fighting games there too. But if if Smash was the only draw and no other fighting games... I mean, when I saw the there was fighting game tournaments going on at the Yumicon, and it wasn't just Smash. It was Street Fighter. It was, you know, all the other um, type of games. And other ones I never even heard of are or heard of, but never seen before. So, you know, it's, there was plenty to do there. So again, it was uh, being online. There might be an effect there too, but I would say just, I wouldn't be mad at Nintendo because this is, we've seen this before. And this is me thinking the same thing, going back to those, uh, the coordinators for this, that, you know, they should have had something to fall back on. Yeah. Yeah, not a huge, again, not a huge, huge shock. Okay. All right. I think those are all of our questions. Just checking our Discord. Anything else in here? 
Okay, I don't think so. Looking at our Twitch, YouTube. I think, ladies and gentlemen, I think that is a show. Uh, let's head over into our transition out. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that, that yeah, that's a show. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 306. Of course, a huge, huge, massive thank you very much. A salute, a applause, a two thumbs up to our massive Patreon producers. That, of course, is Chris Mears, David Ernsberg, and Antonio. He told me I don't need to say his last name because I butcher it every time. <laughs> Thank you, Antonio. Yeah, I do too, too. I do that too. So. I appreciate you as well. It's Contronio, though. No. Antonio, it's Contronio. Yeah. Exactly. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you want, with Antonio. Uh, Antonio Contronio. Uh, <laughs> we do have a website. Go over to nintendodads.org where that has our latest YouTube videos, tweets, podcast episodes, links to our social media and our Patreon page and our Nintendo Dad shop with all of our new Nintendo Dads merch. And of course, that is over over on Public as well. And ladies and gentlemen, let me say this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We have been seeing lots of folks going over and picking up stickers and t-shirts and man, thank you so much for that. That is greatly appreciated. Uh, if you get a shirt, a sticker, any of our gear, a, a coffee mug, I saw one today, man, tweet us in that photo, tag us. We'd love to see that kind of stuff. Uh, you can find us on all the social medias. That's Twitter, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, uh, and YouTube. Just type in Nintendo Dads and we're there. Thank you for subscribing to us on Twitch using your Amazon Prime and uh, subscribing to us over on uh, YouTube. We appreciate that. We have new videos, new videos on our YouTube channel almost every single day coming out. Thank you so much for that. If you have a question or want to send a comment, head over to nintendodads at gmail.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail like Warren or Solo Something Did at 929-25-NDADS or 929-256-3237. Big thanks to OC Remix for the music that you hear throughout the show. And of course, you can download our, our podcast from your favorite podcast app choice like CastBox, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Music, all of that stuff as well. Well, you're there. If you could. Five-star review, maybe four stars. If it's anything less than a four or five-star, get the heck out of here. We don't want any of that. And, of course, just type in something like something. That's all we need to do. Ladies and gentlemen, that is episode 306. We appreciate you. Thank you. Be well. Be safe. Take care of each other. Uh, and have a fantastic, fantastic week for myself, for Jesse, and for Tim. Bye-bye. Toodaloo. Thank you for listening to Nintendo Dads.